When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Music, please. Kitties, beautiful day here in Florida. It get a little nipply though later on tonight, Robin. That's why we brought a jacket for you. So with it, it's winter time, yes. even here in Florida, and it dipped down into the 60s. But I'm not here to bust people's chops and cold. It's cold everywhere. It's winter time, and we are on the air, in the air, everywhere, uptown, downtown, cross town. It is nice to have some sun though. After yeah, we yeah we had a lot of rain, rain here. Yeah. And well, you know, weather's wacky everywhere. It's called winter time, and in some places, people are hoping for climate change, global warming. Climate change is so vague. People are looking for some global warming right now, Robin. Especially over there in Davos, Switzerland. Now, have you been to Davos, Switzerland? I have not. You've been to Switzerland. I've though, been right? to Switzerland, but I've not been to Davos. I, I even even when I was younger, I could not afford. 
going to Davos or my mother couldn't. Single mom raising me. It's ridiculous that you can't go out there with all the other elites and people who fly and then yeah. complain about the climate. But by the way, speaking, let's open today's show on a positive note, Robin, because the World Economic Forum is going on. Now, most people don't know or don't care. It's a bunch of rich people. It's, it's basically a bunch of rich white guys from all over the world going there and paying $2,500 a night for hookers that fly in yeah. from all over the world. Davos is like one of those places that's the elite of the elite. The most elite of the elite. And the primarily the scum of the earth. Yeah, all these people. Too. I didn't even realize John Kerry's daughter is there too. So not only is John Kerry a certified lunatic with all this climate hysteria, you know, he's flying back and was forth like 15 times. No, not, that, no, that was Al Gore's daughter. Oh, that was Al Gore's Come on, daughter. Robin. The other, the other elitist. Yeah, but his daughter was pretty cool, though. She was hanging. You think, uh, you think John Kerry's daughter is hanging with regular people? He's got her already trained I know. on how to say that the world's going to come to an end soon as she's flying back and forth to the Heinz factory where her, her, her daddy got all this money from marrying uh, the widow of the Heinz fortune. Yes. But he's never in a pickle, though, because he's got that airplane. You get it, Robin Heinz, pickles. Uh, uh, but let's go live now, Robin. I want people to hear this because I want us now. To, you know how they have the moment of Zen? If you have YouTube TV, one of the things you may notice that a lot of times, you know, they don't have all the commercials that are supposed to air. Let me pause this right now. This is a... Now, they, they brought in Elizabeth Warren today in Davos, Switzerland, to give the um, the invocation. And this woman gets up there today. I'm not making this is actual footage. It's, it's last like, week they had some last year. They had some whacked out chick with a guitar singing and sounding like oh, she was, was screeching. Remember that? Bizarre. This is this is a native woman. But I don't know. Is it is it Native American or is it like Asian native? I, I have no idea. I don't know what tribe. I know she's not from the. Uh, from the Seminole tribe because she doesn't have any hard rock bets to give me or some parlays for tonight. But let's let's all get that moment of Zen. As you mentioned on YouTube TV or watch whichever show you're watching, whether it's the Discovery Channel, anything, they always have that commercial break and then you can skip the ad and get the moment of Zen. And then they and every time I hear that music, you know, it's like hummingbirds feeding uh -huh. from a beautiful and, plant and, uh, the water the water is flowing yeah and i i can become trans I, I go into a trance and i don't even need mushrooms or any of that other shit robin no i've noticed that like you'll be mid-sentence and, and i'll just stop and you stop. and i hear the water and all that other stuff i get up and go to the bathroom right away too when i hear water <laughs> running you know, and you're all my prostate gets ah, gotta pee. but this today ladies and gentlemen let's have a moment of zen for the next 60 seconds as we bring in, I believe she's a relative of America's most famous Native American, Elizabeth Warren. And let's go to the World Economic Forum and today's special invocation. And I need to bring it up now, Robin. Nudi. She's blowing into her hands. And then she went around. And, and then 
after she blesses the entire crowd. Then she goes to each individual fascist sitting there, yes. telling you that the world's going to end, and then you can't have kids, and you can't eat meat, and we're all going to die. She goes up to each person, puts her hands on their head, and goes, Blow, blows their head. What the hell was that? <laughs> And then then you get nudie. Nudie, nudie. Nudie. Nudie, nudie. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) And she's got like this triangular thing over her nose in red. Simon who? Cowell? Is this Simon. part of the America? Uh, what do you call Simon. it? The uh, kick, kick and nudie. Warren Moon. Something about Warren Moon there. I thought that was the E. Jean Carroll trial in New York where that nutcase is. Uh, Good God. Have okay. you seen all this? Anyway, enough about this. Let's get it back. Now that we have our moment of Zen, we can resume today's regularly scheduled broadcast. Yes. Here live in Fort Myers, Florida. Beautiful day. The sun is out. The rain has stopped. We had a lot of rain here. People had snow. They've had all kinds of crazy traffic. And we have uh, some we're great just here guests to have on the show fun. today. Yes. Who do we have coming up? We have coming up uh, here momentarily, Steve Tasker. The great Steve Tasker, the greatest special team player in NFL history. He lives in Buffalo. He works with the Bills. And he'll give us the absolute latest on one of the biggest games of the week. And now, obviously, all four remaining games are huge. But this game... Chiefs Bill, which Bills, which will be the last game of the weekend, Sunday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Buffalo, the Kansas City Chiefs in Buffalo, Bills three-point favorites in that game, and uh, these teams have met a lot, and so now we'll get the latest on the weather, which obviously doesn't matter in Buffalo. Those fans know how to do it. The people who run the city know how to I mean, do not it. Not everybody knows that. Well, the people who live there do. But the some, softies in other cities some, who some worry about reporters aren't quite sure. About well, the media, they're yeah. stupid. Anyway, so Steve Tasker will join us. We'll find out because Buffalo has a lot of injuries in their secondary. I mean, their defense has been decimated by injuries. So in the biggest game, not just of this season for Buffalo, because, you know, Buffalo hasn't won a Super Bowl. And now we talked about the Cowboys were a team that looked like they were ready for the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And then they lose in the first round. The Eagles earlier in the season, people were talking Super Bowl. And now people are just saying, I think I think the Eagle fans are over it. I am. If you're going to continue to cry every day about your team losing, then you need to get a hobby or something. Because it's over. Move on. Get a hobby. Uh, speaking of moving on. After the fabulous Steve Tasker, we also have the Love Master. The Love Master, yeah. Love baby. Master Craig Sh- Shoemaker will be. Is he coming up in the in the second hour second of the broadcast hour, yes. today, yes, Robin? Yes. All right. Meanwhile, so we'll talk football today. We got the lines on all four games. We have. Uh, I have an exclusive interview with Todd Bowles, mm. the head coach, former Temple University player, coach. And now the head coach of a team that's heading to the divisional round on Sunday as well. That's what the Sunday doubleheader. Buccaneers at Detroit Lions. Six-point favorites the Lions are at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I will have an exclusive interview with the head coach of your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A man who played at Temple, went to Temple, could have gone anywhere. Plus, we'll have a Pennsylvania update. We have Florida updates out the yin-yang here, Robin. 
And people expect that from us, especially now that we live in Florida. But we have a whack job in Pennsylvania update. And there's a lot of whack jobs everywhere. And I mean that with the utmost respect for whack jobs. You know what I'm saying? We'll have a Jimmy Kimmel hates you and wants you to die update for all of you Jimmy Kimmel worshipers out there and all you media honks who think Jimmy Kimmel somehow cares about regular people. And then we'll have some NBA updates, big trade today. Pascal Siakam has been traded from the Toronto Raptors to the Indiana Pacers for basically the entire franchise and three number one picks. So Pascal Siakam, great player, moving on as the NBA trade deadline teams are trying to figure out whether they're in or out. And uh, Knicks governor, not the governor of New York, the governor of the New York Knicks, James Dolan, has now been accused of sexual assault from nearly a decade ago, accused of facilitating an encounter with disgraced Hollywood superstar and the man that I believe uh, Governor Gavin Newsom's wife had a little uh, relations with. Not Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Is it Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. That's who it was, yeah. Yeah, so he's Hollywood accused, producer Harvey Weinstein. He's accused of uh, Dolan is accused. They had a setting, friendship setting up a meeting with Weinstein, knowing that Weinstein would sexually assault. It was a crumb creep coward. Yeah, so. And he still is. And Hollywood loved him and Oprah and all these other. Oh, he was the oh, Harvey Weinstein. And the worst part is the governor of California's wife actually was messing around with him Ugh. with Harvey Weinstein because she you know she was she was an aspiring actress she wanted to move forward and so all these women who wanted to be stars they heard Harvey Weinstein can make him a star all Harvey Weinstein made of Gavin Newsom's wife was uh, another woman who saw that thing and said damn I ain't touching that thing with a 10-foot I mean, pole literally and she was talking about I her husband uh, Gavin Newsom not Harvey Weinstein the idea <laughs> Of just even seeing Weinstein oh, naked man. just makes me want to vomit. Oh. I cannot even imagine because I just I I have this sort of because I I've known people like um uh, I well I won't say a name I I know so where they they just smell awful. They, can you name names of people who smell awful, Robin? No, are you you're not talking just, about I, me? I, are you? No, 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 no. I'm just I'm imagining. <laughs> This particular person thinking that they're very much like Weinstein. and I There's a lot of weasels I, out there. I think every woman has. Especially slimy yeah. fat guys Ugh. who are the ones because they have a position where they have power that women will. And the sad reality is women sleep with these scumbags because yes. they're told that they're going to be you're going to help them. I don't care. I Obviously, this is why I, I didn't get further in my acting <laughs> uh, career because I did not do that. Anyway, enough about that. Um, can I, speaking of, of women. Yes. Um, you did bring her up. Who? And I just, for those of you who are not familiar with the E. Jean Carroll woman who is accusing Trump of, of rape at a, a department store. She's a certified whack job. And this please, has nothing to do with the defense please. of Trump. Just do do us all a favor and look her up and look at some of the interviews that she's done. Look um, at the tour of her own house. And she, if you talk about a certified wackadoodle, as a that woman, would be her. As a woman, women recognize cray cray, and that 
woman is certifiably insane and not in And a there's good way. all kinds of television interviews. Yes. Of her going on all these networks where she's basically saying, you know, hey, you know, rape, uh, some women have rape it's, fantasies. It's a sexual and fantasy. And say, you know, it's, 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 it's pleasure. It's a pleasure for some. So anyway, that trial's going on Ugh. and all these cockamamie trials. Her, she has uh, a cat named Vagina. I know she does. There's nothing that does wrong. Not that there's no, anything but, wrong with that, Robin. But, I mean, but doesn't so she understand things. one thing? Is the cat a male or a female cat, know. Robin? She is. She the name of her house is like the mouse trap. She is one hell of a wackadoo. And let me just say this to E. Jean Carroll, by the way. Remember one thing, E. Jean. Can I call you that? Actually, her name is Betsy Jean or something like that. I don't know. I don't know where Elizabeth. she got the E from. I think she's on E. But anyway, just well, a reminder. Her, just her a reminder to her. Elizabeth. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Exactly. That's really the motto of this show and this network, the Tony Bruno Sports Network. But anyway, I digress. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we have an update from Pennsylvania. We got Florida updates. We've got the great uh, Steve Tasker joining us this hour. And uh, still a lot of talk about what's going. The Patriots unveiled their new coach today. First black coach in Patriots history, the 15th head coach up there. And he's the youngest coach in the NFL, 37 years old, 320 days. So he's about to turn uh, 38. And uh, he was talking about how he sees color. We all see color. Because, you know, black and white TVs don't work anymore. Although there's some stylized movies in black mm -hmm, and white, mm -hmm. which look good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, 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 the noir movies. Yes. Anyway, you know how it works on this show. You can text us at 844-644-TONY, 844-644-8669. And you can uh, call this program as well. You can Same call. Number. You talk. We talk. Everybody talks. Correct. Speaking of texting, uh, Chad Everett, Bowmanstown, PA, said Tony Bill Bates was a pretty damn good special team. Oh, Bill Bates was great with the Dallas Cowboys, but but Steve Tasker, I think I don't think anybody can deny his greatness. That's why he was not you know nominated for Hall of Fame. Bill Bates, there was a lot of great special teams players, but when you ask somebody to name the best special teams player they ever saw, you got to put Steve Tasker at the top of that list. Not because I know him and I work with him, because he was. The guy was unbelievable. So anyway, we'll talk with Steve. And uh, I'll try to get that chant down that. I think you got it. I got to rub your hands up and down. If you haven't seen that, it, you, you know got to go was? on Twitter. What that is was it? a true and honest to God blowjob. That was a blowjob. And they usually have to pay $2,500 a night in Davos. Yeah. Imagine somebody going up to John Kerry, Hooker going up to John Kerry and looking at that lurch looking like dude. And say, John, I know your wife's back in uh, Pittsburgh at the Heinz factory. She doesn't care what you're doing. You're another creepy guy. How about you and Bill Gates get together and we do a threesome? Ugh. And then the woman goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? what? I think that that was that the 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 native woman's uh, fantasy of of using one of those blow darts on love them blow all. darts. By the way, we have breaking news uh, out of Philadelphia from the U.S. Marshal Service. It's not a sports related story. Uh, they're still talking about the Eagles at twenty four seven, and they'll be talking about the Eagles until um, probably uh, training camp. But starting tomorrow, Robin, I will have an exclusive service for all of the people out there who are waiting for other sports. 
waiting for, you know, the NBA season to become important, waiting for the trade deadline, waiting for the Super Bowl, waiting for the playoffs, the Elite Eight this weekend. I know they don't call them that. It's called Divisional Round, you know, college basketball, all the other sports going on. But uh, I'm as a public service for the American public and people who are not in Florida. Now, we're not in Arizona. They have the, the Cactus League out there. Yeah. Spring training for teams out west. Pineapple. But here in Florida, I mean, it is the Grapefruit League. Oh, Grapefruit. Where do you get pineapple from? No, that's where Uh, the swingers do up at that stupid uh, senior citizen camp where they all bang each other at three o'clock in the morning on picnic tables. My brain, I have Florida pineapples, Florida pineapple. That's the matter with you, Robin. But it's grapefruits. It's the Grapefruit League. And people are waiting how many days till pitchers and catchers as a public service. Because, you know, the weather's not the same here every day. Right. And obviously, it's wintertime, and that's what happens. And then people come to Florida, and then the snowbirds come down, and they're already here. But then the people come down to watch baseball. People from Boston, the Red Sox are right nearby. Mm-hmm. The Phillies are in Clearwater, Dunedin. I mean, there's so many spring training places yes. right within a two-hour driving distance. Right here in southwest Florida, you got the Red Sox, you got the Minnesota Twins, yeah. you got the Atlanta Braves. We have the fabulous Richard Zinn coming down, who yeah. we're going to meet meeting for dinner. We're going to big, swanky Italian dinner tonight. Yeah. Up down in uh, all the way out from the Bay Area. Yes, he did. He knows that Florida is the place to be. Yeah. So he loaded up the truck and he moved to. uh, He didn't move anywhere, but we're going down to Bonita Springs, Robin, tonight. uh, Jim from Jim from Radnor. Radnor. Jim from Radnor, one of the all-time great sports radio callers. I finally got to meet him a couple of years ago. And he happens and to family. be he's family yeah. of Richard Zinn. He's married. Richard Zinn married Jim from Radner's sister. Yeah. And we've, uh, you know, I've been playing. If you see the open, there's me playing the piano at their house up there in Villanova, Radner yes. adjacent up there on the main line. But back to this story about Philadelphia, the U.S. Marshal Service and members of the New York, New Jersey RFTF arrested Brian Morales, age 36, this afternoon at Carney's Point, New Jersey. Morales was wanted by Chester police for rape of child, stat sex assault, aggravated indecent assault, and related charges. He awaits rex, uh, extradition back to Pennsylvania. So, you know, the the the, the, the rings of, of sexual predators out there, and I'm glad that we have law enforcement going after these people. Not enough. No, but that people are, and and they're exposing these rings, and now people are going out and arresting these scumbags. There was another one that was um was down here in Florida that was just exposed too. Absolutely, these people Huge need to be were, rounded up. And it had um part of the this ring was an elementary school teacher. Yep. A um a counselor. Um, a minister, like this was all part. Of I, don't the care ring. Wh- I, mean, I don't what care what politics they have. I don't care what their nationalities, their race, their religion. If you're a child predator, you need to be yes. put away and put away. You need to be castrated. I believe castration. I don't think it's, it's still too easy. This still allows them to live. No, castration and then go to jail where you have nothing to do anything with. Once you lose it, and you're a male, obviously, and most of these are men. They're castrated. What are they going to do in jail for the well, rest of their life? Castration only removes the testicles. It's okay. What are they going to do without them? I think that they should have their genitalia removed completely. We pay for that, like when people no, want to no. transition. But that does not mean that they get to be in a female 
prison. No, 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 no. They should be in the most inhumane conditions. Yes. Known to man. They should be thrown on an island. No, that's too nice. No, not on, not on a tropical island. Gulag. They need to go I mean, the like, like the islands off the Delaware River. You know, the ones that are dirty. <laughs> yes. And there's like flo- floating fecal matter around and Can all that kind of stuff. Can bring back like one of those Russian gulags? Absolutely. And I'll be the first po- person out there. I'll take my boat that I was working on this morning here in the beautiful sunshine in southwest Florida. I'll start rounding them up and I'll take them out and get the barrels and then get the concrete. I'll get the concrete uh, shoes on, the cement shoes, and we'll throw them overboard, Robin. I'm fine with that. And I'm telling you, there anybody who, I guarantee you, nobody's going to say, hey, Tony, that's way too harsh. That may be too easy. That's going too easy. And by the way, Chris Hansen is back. Did you know that? Remember Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator on NBC? He's now got his own, he's got another show. It's not on the network television. It's on some some, uh, channel that he's running. OTTs? And over the top I don't know what it's called. Station. It's called Blue Something. But Chris Hansen is once again catching predators online. Yes. And if there was ever a time for this guy to be back doing what he did better than anyone, is Chris Hansen, ladies and gentlemen. I would gentlemen. love to set him in charge of the whole um, um, Epstein Island stuff because those people need to be gone after the predators but they're, no, but, but they're, they're all protected. I know. They're all protected because they're all politicians and high-ranking people. I don't either, but nobody's going to find out who those people are because they're all protecting each other. We need to find all them. these scumbags. You got uh, Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell knows who these people are, and she's still in jail. And if there's anything that those people, the anonymous uh, computer geeks, need to do, they need to get in there and figure out who they are and release it for us. The bottom line is Chris Hansen is catching regular everyday people. People who are in high positions of power, people who are nobodies. And there's one guy who was a doctor and they caught him on tape with like a what's supposed to be a 15 year old girl that he was communicating with. Mm-hmm. And then the girl shows up and it's an a federal agent and this doctor whacks her on the butt and then they catch him. And then Chris Hansen has the police move in. And then the guy claims that he really didn't know that he was she was a 15 year old right. girl. So anyway, these are the kinds of people that need to be entrapped. And I don't, I don't like the FBI going after people in the middle of nowhere who didn't do anything. But if you catch these people, and they're all over the Internet. I mean, these people are basically exposing themselves on the Internet and looking for young children to have sex with. We need those people to be rounded up. And we need them to be exposed, not personally, publicly. We need to have those lists that we used to have in neighborhoods. Yeah. If you have a predator in your neighborhood. I got an app on my phone. I know. What happened to that? What happened to that? I don't think there's anybody who would disagree that predators need Mm -hmm. to be caught, apprehended, and punished severely. I remember when my kids were young, that's the first time that that app kind of came out. Maybe it wasn't on the phone. Maybe at that time it was on the computer. Um, But I remember it was a big deal because... We, when I logged onto it for the first time, I found there were a bunch of sexual predators that were in our neighborhood right near the school, and they weren't supposed to be. All right, enough about this. All this right. is heavy stuff, but I just wanted to mention Chris Hansen because Chris Hansen was one of those guys. Remember? Yes. Why don't you have a seat at the table there? You know, <laughs> guy would come in, and there's Chris Hansen. He still like, has beautiful hair. It's gray now, though, yeah. but he still got that yeah, style. He still looks man. the same. Yeah, he's, he's a good-looking man, and you know... <sighs> 
Anyway, we're, we're going to come right back. We'll take a break because coming up next, we'll get it back to sports, as they like to say. Steve Tasker, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Tasker in Buffalo. We'll get the latest on the weather, what's happening up there, the defense of the Buffalo Bills, what's the mood, Buffalo and Kansas City, the big finale of the big four games in the divisional playoffs this weekend coming up next on the Tony Bruno Sports Network. your message when you have finished recording you may hang up are you go bills we are your fans so true with victory in sight we'll yell with all our might so go bills fight bills go come on let's win for buffalo go bills we're with you fight bills we're with you go bills let's win We'll 98 die. years oh, old. Marv we'll Levy. So One of the great Come coaches on, in NFL history. From up there, go Wyoming. Bills, we now we have a, a man who knows him well. We and I know he was with him this past summer when he celebrated his 98th birthday. We no, not Steve Tasker. He's not 98 yet. Although he probably felt 98 when he was helping to shovel out the snow last weekend for that game of the other day. <laughs> the great Steve Tasker joining us from Buffalo. Steve, how are you? I had to bust out the old Marv Levy, Let's go, go Bills. We used to play that song all the time back in the day. Oh, yeah. I think he could still sing it, too. So, you know, he never forgets the names of a – he never forgets the words to a fight song. It's a crazy thing about him. So he can sing every, he can sing every fight song across the country. It's amazing that people don't, don't you know, there's a lot of people, because it was a while since the Buffalo Bills were there, you know, in the 80s and 90s when you guys were going to Super Bowls. And he's still, there are a lot of people don't even realize he's still alive and he's 98 years old. Is, is, he, is he physically able to go to the games? Obviously, it's cold he, up there and he's been through all he that. Comes, yeah, he came to a game a few weeks ago um, and uh, they showed him on the score. He was in the front row of a box, you know, and he's, he waved the crowd a little, you know, kind of royalty like the queen mother, right? I mean, he's waving the crowd, and the crowd absolutely lost it. They just went crazy because it was a little unexpected that he was there. Uh, he looked fantastic, had a nice weekend in town. And, um, yeah, he's, I mean, he's beloved in Buffalo, and, you know, he lives in Chicago. He's beloved there as well. I mean, you go have dinner with Marv Levy in Chicago, and it's like, oh, my gosh, every place in the joint. Everybody in the joint is like on fast forward. All the servers, everybody. He's <laughs> like, it's like going, it's like going out to uh, going out to dinner with the Pope or somebody, right? I mean, it's unbelievable. The love, guy's great. Yeah, I love Marv Levy. He's one of the one, of, not just a great coach, but I mean, a great guy. I mean, he just loved football. Everybody loved. He was the Buffalo Bills, and now you fast forward, and here's the Bills again, Steve. And you know, obviously. Great win the other night, and you and you see what's happened. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles, when they we beat the Buffalo Bills, that turned the Buffalo Bills season around, and it turned the Eagles season completely the other way. It all goes back to that game when the Eagles beat the Bills. Yeah, you know, the Bills felt like they had that game in hand, and you know, bless his heart, I can't even I don't even know who the Philly kicker is. What his 
he nails a 59-yarder in a rainstorm mm-hmm. to send it to overtime. And you got to well, you know what? They beat us, you know, so they beat us in overtime. But that was it was an amazing kick. And But you're right, that game more than any other, when the Bills actually played pretty well, uh, as both teams did, you're right. It kind of did serve as a springboard for them because it got them. It was at, it put them at six and six, and they, you know, they just said, you know what, well, we're better than this. We got we. It's their backs were against the wall the rest of the way. I mean, they didn't. Have, they had zero room for um, for error. They were the 11th seed in the conference, and they had a long way to go. Um, so they buckled down, and that really did. It turned them around. They started playing better offensively. They started getting a ton more people involved instead of just Josh Allen and Steph Diggs. And because of that, they played. They started winning games, and uh, and here they are uh, in the divisional round facing the Chiefs at home for the first time in this era. Now, I don't want the fans out there to get angry because Jake Elliott is one of the best kickers in the National Football League, and he's the guy that kicked that field goal in that crazy game. But Jake's a... Uh, I mean, the guy's little. He's like 5'9", 167 pounds, but he's one of the best kickers in the league. Unfortunately, he was one of the only players that was still playing the final seven games of the year, of the year as the Eagles <laughs> completely went in the tank. And I don't even want to talk about it. They did have the exit interviews today, and I saw a lot of the Eagle players because people are wondering, are the players turning on Sirianni and Philly after the collapse? And uh, Fletcher Cox and a bunch of the players were asked about it today. Uh, in their exit interviews when they were cleaning out their lockers to go to Cancun and, and play in the Pro Bowl in Orlando, wherever they're going to go, play golf, get out of the bad weather. And, you know, they were all saying, because people said, well, you didn't hear any of the players. You know, because like in Pittsburgh, people were giving a lot of love to their head coach and they want him back and he's coming back because he's got another year left. Same thing in Dallas. Nobody was saying, hey, you know, it's all, uh, you know, it's all the head coach's fault there. So, Everybody wants to hear from the players when a team loses unexpectedly. The Eagles, uh, the Eagles loss you could see coming for the last few weeks. But the Cowboy loss, and you've seen some tough losses yourself, Steve, that Cowboy loss has to be the most devastating in the Cowboys' history. Now, the Bills went through that stretch, not winning the Super Bowl, but the Cowboys were the team that were supposed to represent the NFC this year. They and the 49ers, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, that... There's that loss to the Green Bay Packers, the team that fired your head coach, uh, and ended up now he's your head coach, and they beat you with. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of baggage in that loss, right? Uh, at home, they played outstanding football in Dallas. Uh, nobody was beating them in there. They come out and they, they and not only did they got beat, but they got beat, you know, like soundly. I mean, it wasn't. A, it was not a close football game. I think. I think there's a ton of baggage in that in that Dallas loss. Uh, I don't. I think they'll take a couple deep breaths. I don't think McCarthy's going to get canned. Uh, they're winning 12 games a year, you know. So I mean, it's it's hard to to bail on that success. But certainly, they've got to do some soul searching about what they're going to do going forward. And I and the same thing with the Eagles. I mean, I get it. It's hard to. I've done it. I mean, it's hard to go to a Super Bowl. And then bounce and lose and bounce back and do it again. You got to get some breaks. And it looked like not not the whole team, not every way, but it looked like some key spots in the in the Eagles kind of just ran out of gas after a long season the year before. After getting off to a ten and one start, mm-hmm. it, it just seems like man, they just took a deep breath and 
and they couldn't they couldn't find once they laid it down for a second they couldn't pick it back up you know and i think and it cost them and the players you know the players know what's going on and obviously something's not right with the eagles and uh, nick sirianni you know the players are standing up saying it's not his fault you know so that's what you, that's what people want to hear they want to hear the players because the players aren't going to throw their head coach under the bus especially in a case like sirianni whether you like the guy or not the guy won three straight years into the playoffs you know, and he and he's he got the team to the Super Bowl. They got off to a great start, and then something went wrong. So, and you see it happening today. For example, the Cleveland Browns they fired Alex Van Pelt as their offensive coordinator. They fired a couple of other guys the other day, and that's what happens when you see coordinators going right. That means the head coach is safe for another year, and I think that's what's going to happen in Philly. I, I would be surprised if they get rid of Nick Sirianni, whether they do or not. I don't have a call on that, or I don't even know what, whether they should, but it's, it's hard to fire a guy that's won t- over 10-plus games in three consecutive series seasons and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, you just don't want to do that. I, I, I agree with you. It's, it's tough to – and certainly you can put some pressure on the guy to, to tinker with one side of the ball or the other. You know, fire this defensive guy, fire that offensive guy. You know, incidentally, Alex Van Pelt, the Cleveland uh, coordinator – you know, um, he was a teammate of mine. Yep. And he's been around the game for a long time. Um, really well-respected coach. Uh, but if you're coming back, if you're Cleveland, I mean, look at this. I mean, if you're Cleveland, you're coming back off of the way that season ended. You did it with four different starting quarterbacks. Yep. To me, your offensive, offensive staff deserves a raise not to get fired. But the bottom line is they can't get Deshaun Watson on track. And he's coming back, and he ain't going anywhere. So that is, you know, that's where it all stems from. Can, nobody can find a way to get Deshaun to play better. And until that happens, they're going to keep going through offensive coordinator after offensive coordinator. Um, you know, that's where that lies. So every team is different. You know, uh, every team's got their own reasons for moving forward the way they are. And Cleveland's no different. I mean, I, I think it their problems continue to serve to. Uh, their problems continue to circle around their quarterback spot, and until they get that fixed, uh, heads are going to roll. The great Steve Tasker. Speaking of rolling, there were a lot of rolling of snow going on in that game. You know, they were showing it all day, and you know you've lived there, and you know what it's like in Buffalo, and people know how to handle snow. And the reaction over the weekend from people pulling their hair out of, they should have played this game. And, you know, I love that because you know Buffalo. I mean, that was a major blizzard. There's no way they could have played that game this weekend. For people saying that they should have found a way to play it, they were talking about moving it to Cleveland. But, you know, those fans those fans love that weather. They love it. That's that's part of the Buffalo tradition. So what when you heard when you knew the storm was coming and you see storms every single year up there in the winter, were you surprised or did you say that they can't play this game? Cuz you live there, you work with No, yeah. It, it couldn't, the storm hit at absolutely the worst time. There's no way they could, it wouldn't have been a football game had they played it. You know, it would have been, you know, a bunch of guys running around in the, in the snow. I mean, they couldn't have thrown it. They couldn't run it. The guys couldn't stand up and cut. They couldn't move. Um, it would have been something other than an, an NFL football game. So they didn't want that. Um, and another thing too is, I mean, last year on the two days before Christmas, they had a storm similar to this and, you know, 47 people lost their lives. Yeah. So there's no way an elected official is going to be on, on their watch. He's going to let people, yeah, go to a football game. Um, and you can blame me for the deaths. You know, nobody's going to do that. So the game had to be postponed. 
They moved it 24 hours. Uh, even so, the, the, the stadium, getting in and out of the stadium was an absolute atrocity. Uh, but, you know, people still showed up. The game was a sellout. They, they were loud. It was great. And, and the next day, and the day yesterday, when they, the day when they played it, uh, Monday, was a much, much better day. And it looked like a football game. It mm-hmm. would not have done that uh, if they'd tried to play it on Sunday. The great Steve Tasker. All right, Steve, now what's the weather for the weekend? And now we'll talk about the, the Buffalo Bills defensive secondary being pretty much wiped out. So the, first of all, the weather, what are you hearing? You live there. You know what's going on. You work with the Bills organization. What's the latest? Well, as we speak, we are getting, getting hammered yet again by a snowstorm. Uh, it's north of the city now. It's supposed to swing back south across the stadium tonight and through tomorrow. And then it's supposed to stop. Uh, so that'll give them Friday, Saturday, uh, and all day Sunday to get it ready. So it should be okay, but we're getting hammered again. I, you know, I'm sitting here looking out my window. We've got two and a half feet now and we're supposed to get more overnight. So, uh, it's a big storm system that's moving through. They, it should be gone in time for them to remove the snow and get, have a normal game and it, and the game should go off without a hitch. But, um, yeah, we're still in the midst of a bad, bad storm up here. Well, is it lake effect? I mean, it's called winter, right? I mean, oh, lake yeah, yeah. effect no, it comes lake off the effect. lake. Yeah. Yeah. The lake effect. What happens to the Great Lakes and particularly Lake Erie and Lake Ontario, they lay, they're big, obviously they're Great Lakes. So they, but they lay, they're situated east to west, meaning they're kind of like, they're long, huge bodies of water that run east to west, not north to south. And the wind, the weather pattern comes across from west to east and the lakes are not frozen yet. So the, the weather systems come across the lake, pick up all the moisture off the lake. They, they suck water out of the lake. And as soon as they get over dry land, the temperature changes and it dumps that moisture as snow or rain onto the land. And you get hammered yeah. an unbelievable, an unbelievable weather pattern that is like, uh, it's almost like a movie effect. You can drive a quarter of a mile. Uh, you can be in a whiteout where you can't see, the, you can barely see the taillights of the car right in front of you. And in a half a mile, you can be on wet pavement and no problem at all, just driving. Uh, it's that sharp of a line. And that line moves north and south as the wind changes direction coming across the lake. It's crazy, but it dumps an, <laughs> an amazing amount of snow in a, in a spot right off the lake shore and of course orchard park's only 10 miles from the lake traffic and weather together on the twos with the great uh, steve tasker i mean <laughs> meteorologist special teams guru a man who understands the situation now that, and one the last thing about that there were people criticizing the pagula family you know for paying people 20 dollars an hour to go in there and get rid of snow uh, you know how it works up there should they have brought in more people or that's the way they normally do it, right? Is it, should they have paid yeah. professionals the to problem, come in? Uh, the problem is no, that's the whole point. You can't get to the stadium. If you, if it was, a, if it was if shoveling snow for 20 bucks an hour was your dream job. You can't get there. You can't drive. So the only people that could go are people that live in the neighborhood that could just walk over and start doing it. That's the whole point of the, of the, of the scenario. <clears throat> nobody could drive on the roads in the neighborhood or in the area. There was a driving ban. It was illegal. So they had that. And they put that out there just hoping people in the neighborhoods right there around the stadium could come over and help them. Um, 
that's the problem. And that's why it, even if the stadium was domed, they couldn't have had the game because they couldn't move the snow around the stadium so people could actually get there. So, yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that the stadium's covered or uncovered or if it's an outdoor stadium or a dome stadium. It has to do with the fact that you got three feet of snow to drive through to try and get there to your seat. So uh, all of that stuff goes into the mix. And, yeah, the you're, <laughs> it's funny. The, you find this out, but eventually it's always the owner's fault, right? I mean, no matter what happens, I mean, the power goes out, it's the owner's fault. You know, forget about the, the you know, the balloons that get caught in the in the – in the high wires that cut the power to the stadium, it's the owner's fault, right? So no, it, they did what they could to get people to come in there and clear the snow out. It's funny too. We heard stories of people go, yeah, I'll come in. So they shoveled snow. They went up to their season tickets, shoveled their season tickets and left. <laughs> and went back home. <laughs> well, that's like what people do in the cities like Philly, you know, they got a parking spot or in any city where there's snow and they don't get a lot of snow in Philly and Boston. I mean, they, you know, two inches and people go crazy, but you dig out your own parking spot on your street. You put out a couple of chairs, you put out a table. Nobody's getting that damn spot, Steve. That's right. And that's what they did. So people came in, come, shoveled their little section of the, of the stadium and then went home. Uh, it's kind of a perk of living in the neighborhood, but, uh, yeah, so, I, you know, it, there's just no getting around it. It's a bad deal. It's a bad, and you run a risk at this time of year that you're going to get something like this. And, and we've had some, a handful of storms. I've, you know, I've lived up here, Tony, I've been up here 37 years and, you know, we've had three of the worst storms I've ever seen in the last 14 months, two last season. And then one, this, or now this one, this season, it was, it's amazing. It, but, you got to stop driving around with those gas guzzler cars up there, Steve. It's, it's, we got to we got to be able to stop this climate thing from happening, man. I mean, we have to all yeah. do our part, whatever the hell that is. And we also go to Davos, Switzerland, and join the rest yeah. of the elites and telling everybody that they shouldn't fly, they shouldn't drive, and they should just well, sit at home more. and be, get peacock and watch games being played. Steve, this cable. is Robin. Get more get more electric cars that'll be standing in line waiting because they can't start up because of cold. Well, I mean, that's, those are, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just, that's what happens. Anyway, now yeah. let's get to the, to the team because obviously, you know, the bills are coming in, they're at home, obviously a good advantage because now you got, you know, you got the Kansas city chiefs. They've had some great back and forth rivalries, but now the bills are at home in this game, but they have one shorter day, one day less of rest, but they have a ton of injuries in the secondary. The defense is a mess. How concerned uh, is the coaching staff about the physical condition of the of the Buffalo Bills defense? Let alone, you know, you know, you got the quarterback who can do it all. What about the defense? Right. Yeah, they 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 had guys going down right and left. It looks like their front four, their rotation of the front defensive line is going to be intact. They're going to have, you know, they're going to have Von Miller. They're going to have Greg Rousseau. They're going to have Leonard Floyd, uh, AJ Epinesa. They'll have Ed Oliver in there, Daquan Jones. They'll have all those guys up front, but their linebackers. Uh, it looks like uh, Tyrell Dotson might have a chance to play. He's been a guy that's been filling in for Matt Milano, has really played excellent. Uh, Christian Benford, I'm sorry, uh, Tyrell Bernard, uh, who is the guy that looked, he got carted off the other night. It looked like, ex I mean, he thought for sure it was a busted leg. They had him in the inflatable cast, the mm -hmm. whole thing. Now, not so much. Uh, he's day-to-day. -day. He might have a chance. Gabe Davis is not probably not going to play in this game. Sam Martin, the punter, is probably not going to play in this game. Taylor Rapp, who's a safety behind Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, he's not practicing. Um, 
Valen Spector, who's a linebacker, is the first linebacker off the bench. Last week when guys started to go down, he got kicked in the back. He's not practicing. Uh, now the secondary may get some help. It looks like Rasul Douglas has got a chance to play. Uh, also, Taron Johnson, who is their nickel, who is probably as good a nickelback as there is in the league, he is in the concussion protocol, but he practiced today. So uh, he looks to be a lot closer than if it had been Thursday or Friday and he was just starting to practice. Uh, so they are getting some of these guys back, but for a minute on Monday night, it looked like they were going to have to you know, have coaches run out there and play. It looked like they were going down so fast. So there's a lot. There's a lot in the, the injury report this week. It looks like it's not going to be as bad as it looked like it might have been uh, coming out of the game. But nevertheless, their secondary and their linebacking core is going to be a little bit hobbled coming into this. At the very least, it's going to not have any depth. So if they lose one or two more guys, they're really going to be struggling. So if they can get the guys to the game, they should be okay as long as everybody stays upright. Yeah, and you look at these two teams, and obviously they're two of the best teams in the league, and we know the Chiefs, Super Bowls. I mean, their talent is good. They've got the amazing thing about the Kansas City Chiefs is they just find guys, Pacheco, you know, this this, this, this wide receiver that they that are throwing the ball to all the time. I mean, it's amazing. And their defense is really playing well. I mean, that's probably the most, the biggest improvement you see from this Chiefs team. Their defense is really good. Yeah, that's been the biggest change from where they were like four or five years ago when it was Mahomes and Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill and all that. The big difference is their defense is playing really well. Steve Spagnuolo has really done an outstanding job. He's, he's aggressive. Um, they, they were forced last year. And you talk about uh, – give Andy Reid and those guys some credit. Last year they, they were – and everybody, you know, finger quotes – they were forced to play these young rookies and it took them, they went all the way to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. Now these young rookies that were there last year, are now these, these guys who are, they're really dependent, who can play, they can really, really play. And they're, they've really, their secondary has played outstanding football and it, it causes a problem. Um, Chris Jones is a, is an animal up front and they got these young guys in the secondary that are really eating people alive uh, with Steve Spagnolo one of the things that we've done, we've been in the, in the analysis we've listened to and then talking to people, they really do a nice job of disguising what they're going to do. You have the quarterback doesn't know until after he's got the ball in his hands, you know, what he's looking at. And even then he's got to decipher it. So that extra bit of disguise that the chiefs are able to give all these quarterbacks has really served them well. And it's, it's helped them lead the league and keeping teams off the scoreboard. The great Steve Tasker breaking it down: weather, snow removal, uh, lake effect storms. I mean, this guy—he—he he is Buffalo. <laughs> he and Marv Levy, to me, are Buffalo. I mean, there's a lot of great Buffalo Bills in in the history of that franchise, and they're waiting for that Super Bowl, man. I mean, if they beat the Chiefs, you got to be thinking about this. Could be the year for the Buffalo Bills to finally get over them. Now, Baltimore's still good, but th- this matchup—one of these teams—is going to go home Sunday night, and that basically could be the AFC championship game on Sunday night, yet you still have the Ravens playing and they're playing its young Texan team. So it's going to be interesting, but that's the big finale. Chiefs and Bills Sunday night is another important, the most important weekend of the NFL season. We say that every weekend, don't we? Uh, anyway, yeah, Steve, it's always weekend. great to talk to you, man. Really appreciate the time. Thanks so much for coming on today, buddy. 
My pleasure, Tony. Thanks for having me. The great Steve Tasker. Let's give him a roaring round of applause, Robin. How great is Steve Tasker? Awesome. Again, not one of those, you know, like, let me get, give me five minutes and just give me a quick. We broke it all down, Robin. You did. You, you were. You... It wasn't me. It was Steve. I asked the questions. He gives the answers. And his answers are educated. He's at the source. It's like, you know, when you go to, uh, you get uh, Aquapana. Right. It's from the source. You know what I mean? Fiji water. Yeah. It's from the glaciers. It's like when you want to find out the meaning of life, you go and walk up the mountain and you go to the uh, the monk way at the top of the mountain. It's kind of like that. Is it a monk up there? I thought monk was a detective who figured shit out that, that nobody too. else could. Not that monk. Anyway, not felonious monk or Thelonious monk. Remember that, Robin? Thelonious monk? No, I don't. Oh, I hate to do it to you. Is that a is, we, is that a rapper? This is a record though, because I don't think I, I I don't think I've given you one of these. In in it's gotta be a record. I don't think I've gotten one this year yet. I know it's there it is, January seventeenth. <laughs> and I don't think Robin's gotten one, but I gotta give her one right now. I'm sorry, Robin. Everybody loves you. You basically run the network. You're on the phone with every talent. 24-7, 7, 7 o'clock in the morning till when we sign off at 10 o'clock at night. Everybody loves Robin. Forget Raymond. Everybody loves Robin. But this time I have to give you one of those, Robin. Did you find Thelonious Monk, Robin? Thelonious Monk, Monk's Dream. That's what I'm talking about. Just so white, Robin. Actually, we're just gonna play this out to commercial. Yeah. I mean, it's old school jazz. Old school, like for the old fools. We're coming back. Craig Shoemaker, the love master. We'll have some fun, talk some sports, and uh, and then I have an exclusive interview with Todd Bowles of your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All still ahead. Stick around, kids. It's what up Wednesday, yo. Get down on that Steinway. Yeah, yeah. Clap, 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 clap your hands. Yeah. All right, now, we're going to do the basic step. Let's do the basic step first. Yeah, don't get too Take complicated now, here. One hop this Sports time. show. You, you know, you can't get right there. Keep stop. it simple, stupid. Left Someone foot, once said. Stop. Come on. Cha -cha, A man who foot. used to do this back in the day up at the Shavu Ballroom. And up there at the Concord Roller Skating Rink and all of the other spots up in the greater Philadelphia area, up there in Montgomery County, Delco. He was everywhere. And now he's in California. He's the great love master himself with his opinion on whether Nick Sirianni should stay or go. He has the final say. He has a direct contact line to Jeffrey Lurie. He is Craig Shoemaker. What's up, man? Hello. Is he there? Oh, I don't know what happened. Hang on. That big buildup, Robin. I know. And then you know he's not he there. He just hung up. Did he hang up? And then he said, "Try again." Try again. What? I can't do that intro again. I had I I, I I I didn't even script that, Robin. Normally, this is a tightly scripted show. I just did a wing job on that. A wing and a prayer, of course. There it is. Let's go with one ring-a-dingy. One ring-a-dingy, two ring-a-dingies. Hello. There Hello, is. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the decision has been made now. The man with a direct line to Jeffrey Lurie 
uh, to Big Dom, the security guy with the Philadelphia Eagles, and a man who also once uh, broke bread and some pasta and a couple of heads with Nick Sirianni when he was back up there in the up in the Northeast with his boys. The great Craig Shoemaker, the Love Master. What's going on, man? Oh man, just going through uh, this divorce. Uh, it's a nightmare, and people say I should uh, try to uh, see if we can get back together. But she's going to figure out I'm marrying her for my money. Oh, <laughs> oh, rimshot! That's good. You got to come in strong with a divorce joke. By the way, you heard the Eric Spolstra, the head coach of the Miami Heat, story right with his divorce. That's the way to do it. You marry a cheerleader. And you get this whole thing all worked out. And then when it ends, there's no hard feelings. It's called a prenup. Yeah, but normally a basketball coach marrying a former cheerleader uh-huh. doesn't get a prenup. Oh, yes, they do. you? Do. Let's go to a man who understands how this works. A man who's been in Hollywood. He's been a star of movies, TV shows, uh, Netflix, uh, Showtime, you name it. And we even went out to see him here when he came yeah, to Florida a couple of months ago. The love master, Craig Shoemaker. Craig, your thoughts? I'm here in, I'm here in Florida now. I'm in Naples. You're in Naples? If you, if you ever want to feel young, just hang out here. I'm, we're going, I, I uh, we're like going to have dinner tonight with a couple of friends from Philly and San Francisco. And we're only going as far as Bonita Springs. Yeah, we're they not don't there. let us in Naples. That's just too, too, too. Uh, so. It's 10 minutes away. I know, but we got dinner reservations at a great Italian joint. I didn't know you were in town. Now, are you performing at the Naples Comedy Club? No, it's uh, off the hook. They have the best food in the comedy business. Come on, man. And most of these clubs, I just worked one in, oh, my God, in Philadelphia. The food, I dropped this meat on my lap and started humping my leg. Oh! (laughs) No idea what they're putting in that. The city of Scrapple. I, no, I heard about this off-the-hook place. I heard it's off-the-hook. Is yeah. it off-the-chains, though, or is it just off-the-hook? It's uh, <laughs> The chains, that's, uh, that's up in the, in the wintertime. <laughs> no, by the way, for all the people that are visiting uh, Florida at this time of year, let me just speak for the locals. They don't want you. Just go home. <laughs> I'm going to speak, speak for them. Wait, so how many it, nights are you going to be there? I'm just uh, one more night tonight at 630. It's an early show. You go there for your wheel. I can't. We're on the air till six o'clock. Then we're here in Fort Myers. I got to drive down. there. We drove all the way. I didn't even know where you were the last time we came out to see you. What was the name of that? That was like a castle. What was that comedy club? I don't know. It looked like a putt putt place. Uh, I was ready to. I was ready to. Uh, I was ready to putt the ball up the dragon's mouth. And, the food no, was, was really good. Was, no, there but too. the food was good. That yeah. was a good. That's a good little room there. Very good. Very, Very nice. good food, and the food and the food at Off the Hook is phenomenal too. I go early just for the meal. I mean, uh, you know, I study my notes back there. Wait, man, so no two shows? I mean, is, is that how old you've no. got now? You you do a six thirty show and go to no. bed at nine like everybody else in Florida? It's not. It's, it's not me. I'm ready to roll, but they're they're ready to go to bed. You know me and my long shows. I'm up there ninety minutes later. I see the walkers start coming out, and uh, and they and, and they. And they, and they and they put their teeth back in. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, Tony does I, that I now too. Yeah, I take the teeth out too. You know that's what happens, I, man. I, I, got, 
I got such big laughs last night. I think I saw four sets of teeth fly across. Wow, the that's that's a that could be a new that could be a new Southwest Florida record. <laughs> now I've heard yeah, about I mean, this club. That, Seriously, I haven't been down. We haven't been down. The, we, we've been to Naples, but I didn't know they had like the best comedy club no, in Southwest Florida. We talked about it yes. with Craig last time, and he was going to put us in touch with the GM from Off the Hook so that we could start having a rotation of well, candidates. yeah, exactly. Well, Tony not only is losing his teeth, he's losing his mind. Well, his of course. memory is shot. That's what he has me for. Yeah. Listen, I was in. I was yeah. in. A, I was on my deathbed for three weeks. We went back to Philly to see the grandkids, the family. We went to the city. We went to Maryland. We went to Jersey. We went everywhere. Uh-huh. And then I come back, and I'm sick as a dog. Robin, Robin got COVID. Then I got COVID. Then I got AIDS, but I've been over that before, so I have the medication for that. And so we're just, we just came back to work. We were off three weeks. I couldn't talk, man. Yeah, I know, man. It's Something's going around. It's really going. It's, it's ugly. It's, at, least, at least we're not masking, which it, that drove me nuts. The people yelling, they put a mask on. They have the nose sticking out. You know those people with yeah. the nose? Oh, yeah. What oh, yeah. good is that? To, what, the, what good is that? To? It's like putting a condom on your testicles. What it's happened a, to people? Well, I I, I always no, put a condom on my. I always cover the whole thing. I wrap that thing all the way down and then tie a knot at the bottom, right underneath. Boom! You get okay. that thing and you tie it up. Get a rubber band and then you put a rubber band on that to make sure it's all the superb ju- juices are still in there. You know what I mean? You do the thank whole for, dental thank dam. You that, thank you for that visual. <laughs> I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run with that visual. <laughs> You're welcome. I knew you were coming back to Florida. I didn't realize it was yes, in January. Did you? Did we write I've it down, here, Robin? Did we put it in here, our calendar? I was here Monday and Tuesday. We're packing them out, and tonight I think we're just about sold out too. I'm How the hell did I not know this? I got the whole shuffleboard crowd. They come in. Last night we had seventy people from Philadelphia. A, a woman. Really? Remember Liz Matt? Liz oh, I love Liz Matt. Yes, yes, she did. Uh, she, what was she, that show that she was on that morning? AM, AM Philadelphia. That That's was my right. First credit. AM Philadelphia. Yeah, was, yeah, I was my it was my first credit. My second one was AM PM Mini Market, and then I I've been on a roll since. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You know we have more Wawas now here in Florida than they do in Philly. They all no, shut them down in Philly. No, no way. There's Wawa here. There's Wawa's everywhere, man. Oh my God, they're fantastic oh, I, down I, here. I had no idea. How'd they come up with that name? Is like somebody who's drunk is. No, that was the actual out? name of the oh. town in Delaware County. The name oh, of the I town that, where that. the dairy was was called Wawa, Pennsylvania. It was a little short. If you know where, you remember the club that was up there in that neighborhood, and they just had an anniversary. The greatest club in Philadelphia history, where they had the robot come down. You remember that? No. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Yes. You mean a, a nightclub? Yeah, night. It was a dance club oh, back in the day, and the yeah, guy who uh, owned it, believe it, it or not, Ilan, the, was it Elon? No, 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 no. This was up in like the, up up in the up in that Delco area, right on the middle of a highway. I remember. I remember. We used to drive out there. That's how what it. And then at midnight, the robot would come down from the ceiling, and the guy who owned it is the guy who's doing that bar rescue show. Did you know that? He owned that Pulsations. That was the name of the place. Pulsations Nightclub. Yeah. I'm telling you, that was the best club in Philly. I mean, you know, everybody was was on E, X, Y, Z. That was a long time. Tony, that was a very long time ago. You need to update here. You know, that was when you had hair back then. Exactly. That's how long ago that was. Yeah, but it was, I mean, it's a legendary, legendary club. 
Yeah, well, let's make comedy clubs should be legendary. We need to laugh more in this country. You're that's damn right. right we do. And I know you have your com – you're absolutely right, man. And that's one of the things that I love about yeah. watching. And I've seen you – I probably have seen you in more venues than anybody in your immediate family, all your buddies out there. And the oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I have a restraining order on you <laughs> every time I look. This, By the this, way, I thought, I, this, this spotlight is going off your bald head and it blinds me. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I have to have a restraining order. You've been too many times to see my show, but you have a good time every time. Every Yo, time every I laugh. Time. I, every time, I, and everybody, and, and it's funny because the last time we saw you at that club, what was the name of that place? That little castle place? I think it was something something castle. I forget what the the com not the comedy yeah, castle. Something like that. Anyway, and there were a lot of people in there their first time, and so I'm, I'm you know, I'm, we're we're talking to the people next to us. You know, and they just came out for a night out because it's a nice place and yeah. you get a meal in there. And they had never seen you. And I was like, uh, Robin yeah. and I, and then I'm laughing yeah. louder than everybody in the place. And I've heard your act a million times, man, but it never gets old. Well, we do, we, we warn well, you. Well, I, 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 I vary it because I ha I just, listen, just my divorces, I could do an hour. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, I have to, I have to keep up here, you know? So I do not, Robin, you got to help me out with women. It's so bad now. How bad is it? I, even, 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 well. I said, hey, Alexa, and she said, what now, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to tell her I want to, she goes, you're mansplaining, please. <laughs> I, I, it's, I, you know how AI knows what's going on? Like, I had a conversation about hair loss the other day, and all of a sudden I've got Bosley, they're going to give me grafts and all this stuff. They, they can hear you, and they must know how bad it is. Because Netflix, their suggestions are Brokeback Mountain, the Judy Garland <laughs> anthology. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the crying game. It's unbelievable. There's like, just forget it, Craig. You got no chance. My Craig. favorite part of the show is, you know, you do like two hours up there. You don't look at your watch. I mean, you just keep rolling. And then you break into the Love Master, which everybody who knows you, and that's your signature routine and then seeing old people who don't know what's out of nowhere it's like what the hell just happened yeah that's right baby i got a cane for you right here old people yeah that's right baby yeah grab onto the guardrail granny yeah if you see if you see naked and afraid oh when i'm naked you'll be afraid oh baby. yeah, oh, yeah. my favorite one though my favorite one is I'm harder than Final Jeopardy, baby. Oh, yeah. That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you worry about the economy? I got a stimulus package. Right here, baby. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling that you like you can change the Love Master uh, routine. There's like a conservative package great. and a it's liberal package. It's never ending. I mean, you could do it for an hour yeah. just to love math. I, 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 have, I have so many. What's great about it is, like you were saying, you've seen before. You don't see. I have new love master lines. Like spring, I have to do the bit because people, you know, yell for it. It's like a best of. But that's it, the advantage of comedy over music. Like Springsteen, he can't change. I'm born to run, make it born to trot. I'm born to jog. <laughs> he has to do the same lyrics. <laughs> I get to change the I get to change the lyrics. That's right, baby. I'll be in you. I'll be in you so long. You'll have to take a personal day, baby. Oh yeah. Terrible. Terrible. So, Craig, are you trying to Is tell he... me that your picker's broken? <laughs> your what? Your picker. His picker. Not so good. is my 
So is my pecker, baby. Oh, yeah. no. I think the pecker works fine, probably, but the uh, the picker. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. You're not allowed it, to pick it, it is. It is. It is. So, it is so bad. Uh, it's unbelievable. I. 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 I I'm, do, I'm doing dating apps now. Oh, and then I had another woman, a friend of mine. So I'll ask a friend of mine now. You know, because my my wife joined a cult, so that's over. And I said, all right, I'll date a friend, so I have to start over. And she goes, no, I can't date you. I, I'm married to Jesus. And I said, oh, there's some competition. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see this, this guy's. This guy's rising from the dead. I couldn't get up last night. Oh. <laughs> I texted her. I, I tease her now. I said, Corey, uh, I don't want to be gossipy, but he's seeing other people. I hate to tell you. <laughs> he's, he's turning wa- water into wine. Might be an alcoholic. By the way, you said your wife's in a cult. Democrat or Republican? I, I, keep, I can't keep track of these cults oh, out there, man. God. Oh, my they, God. Uh, <laughs> I'm right, I'm right in the middle, baby. <laughs> you know, you know, I love, you know, I love is Robert Kennedy Jr. Nobody knows this guy's running. He's independent. He's unbelievable. No, he is. He, told, great. he, he wrote, he wrote, he wrote a book, Truth About Fauci. You should have him on your show. Oh, this guy's I, we would so love smart. to. We would love to. I all think- these people, all these people are like, you know, they just went with everything that they were told. Oh, I've been boosted nine times. You, you don't know what you're putting in you. Yeah. You, you, I've been boosted nine times and never got COVID, but now I have one testing on three toes. And by the way, did you see, by the way, you do see in your home state of California, they have now decided that no more masks uh, because they now literally the, the, the health, did you hear, did you see the chick that's the health minister out there? She looks like walking dead. She looks like Medusa. They, they hire these people who are the most unhealthy looking people to be the people to tell you what to do about your health. And now I'm not making this up. I saw it yesterday. California is now relaxing any kind of masking. If you even test positive for COVID, you can show up and go to work now because everything's OK now. The same people who are, you know, filling up the beaches, arresting people walking on the beaches in Santa Monica and filling up all those skate parks in Venice Beach with sand so people couldn't go out. Now, oh, it's okay. If you got COVID, hey, as long as the symptoms aren't there, just show up. Does anybody show up for work anymore? Does anybody actually work? Oh, oh, it's unbelievable. They drive alone with a mask on like the COVID coming through the moonroof. There's something wrong. There's something <laughs> There's, wrong with people. There you're, is. COVID was supposed to, you're supposed to lose your sense of smell, not your sense of of, of, of mental health. I mean, it, 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 people went out of their mind. Or sense of humor. You can't lose your sense. Have, That's why oh, we laugh no. every day, man. That's why I'm getting older. Oh. You're getting old. But we laugh. You have to laugh every day, man. Laughter yeah. is the best medicine. Yeah. Can I Period. quote you on that one? It makes me a doctor, baby. I'm delivering the medicine. <laughs> yes, you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Old, Lay doctor with old me, Craig. Still, old still, Robin, and only be a prick. Oh, <laughs> right I'm here, pissed Craig. off. Robin, why didn't you tell me this was the week that Craig Shoemaker was coming to town? Uh, you know, yeah, Robin. It's all my fault. She keeps my schedule. You think I know? I don't even know when to get up and pee anymore without Robin telling me. Oh, uh, well, believe <laughs> me, the point we're at in our lives, a big party, a bit, an all-nighter for me is if I don't have to get up to pee. That's a big <laughs> night, but that's a party. I'll celebrate that. Are you kidding me? So Maybe off the hook tonight, t- the last show tonight, and then you're going back to California? Yeah, 6, 6.30. No, then I go, oh, God, of all places, Pittsburgh. I got to pit this, this weekend at 7 Springs. What's wrong with Pittsburgh, oh, man? You got to go on the I'm incline? Right from Flo- Florida, 
to uh, uh, a winter resort in Pennsylvania. There's something wrong with me. I might, I, I don't know who's booking my travel here. But do they have but, the heart? Uh, though? Anyway. That's the wrong place. By the way, we have a, a Pennsylvania update. Normally, we do Florida updates because, you know, all the wacky stuff. Uh -oh. It used to be California. Now it's Florida. But now uh -oh. we have a Pennsylvania update today. Yeah, a naked and unafraid story. You may want to use this one. Time. Well, use it when you go to Pittsburgh. You know where Pottsville, Pennsylvania is? Yeah, of course. That's more Philadelphia, though. No, that's that's out of Philadelphia. Isn't that where, like, the Yingling Brewery is up in that area, Pottsville? Yeah, but that's that's closer to Philly than Pennsylvania than uh, Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, what's what's your what's your story there? Let's go to Robin because she's our official update uh, correspondent. Okay. Wait a minute. Right. Hold on a second. Right. I wasn't quite ready for it yet. Uh, you have an update, Robin? All right. I will. Here we go. Are you at the club yet? Are you yeah. eating? You having a little early appetizer? What, what do they have FYI. on the menu? Uh, I got an update for you, baby. Okay. Yeah. Pulsations, by the way. Up, <laughs> Pulsations what? closed. What? what? Pulsations closed in 1995. Just exactly. So I mean, we're not talking ancient history here. How long ago? That was the last time the Dallas Cowboys made the Super Bowl. Tony, <laughs> yes, which is ancient history, okay? All right. Pottsville, let's go to... Pottsville, Pottsville. Pennsylvania. Hello. It's in Schuylkill right. County. Schuylkill County. Yes. A Schuylkill Haven man is facing charges after police say he jumped through his neighbor's window to gain entry into the house to burglarize it while he was naked. He jumped through the window, glass shattered everywhere. The woman that was inside called the police and 27-year-old Michael Yakinchik. 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 Nude greeted the police officers when they arrived. Was he yakking the chick inside or was she yakking? Well, she she left, but he was still inside. He was trying to grab stuff. While he was still naked, he didn't even bother to, like, steal a pair of underwear or something. I didn't know they had bath salts in that part of Pennsylvania. I thought there was a big Miami and uh, Florida thing. Well, I am. People biting faces off, jumping through windows. I'm pretty sure alcohol might have been involved. You think? Yes. I mean, that's that's a pretty good uh, good guess right there. Three, uh, it took three officers to subdue Yak and Chick in his naked... That usually happens to Craig when he goes to these comedy clubs in these rural areas and women see him and, the, you know, because they have... What do they call them? The women that come in and look for comedians. What do they call those chicks? Well, oh. They look for comedians? Yeah, there's no, like... There's the, a whole... Oh, oh uh, chuckle fuckers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> chuckle fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think man. there's a club. There's one of those uh, down near the villages here in Florida. Oh, yeah. God, I wish. They always say women want a sense of humor. What a crock of shit. I've never had them in the front row throwing panties at me. <laughs> Tell another joke, comedy boy. Talk about your crocs and your minivan. You're making me moist. <laughs> doesn't happen. Come on. How many clubs you go to where the women are just like, I got I to gotta be with him. I got to be well, with him tonight. I, I'm in Naples. If I did, they'd they break a hip. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be sued. The love master had one of these. Hey, you know, there's you've gone for younger. There's nothing wrong with an older lady who is single and wealthy down in Naples. I got money down there, yeah, man. I got money. I got money down in Naples. You know that. Well, they do. What, what good does that do? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's great, Tony. I'm glad you're 
I'm glad you're aware of the economic status of the people of Naples. But it's, they're, they're paying one cover charge to see me, and I get a little little percentage of that, and that's it. It's not like they're throwing in a couple diamond bracelets. How do you know? Maybe you get luck. Maybe tonight, the big finale, the big, the third and final show, Monday night, Tuesday night, and now Wednesday, six thirty. Are any seats still available down there at the Off the Hook? Is it Off the Hook Comedy Club or is it bar restaurant? It's a restaurant bar, but it's it's just it's turned into a really nice comedy club. Is it the nicest one you've seen in the state of Florida? Uh, it's, 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 it's great. I mean, I've, we've it's, heard great it's, things it's, about yeah, it. Yeah, I hear great things, too. Yeah, I didn't so. even know there was one in Naples. We got one here in Fort Myers, Snappers. right around the corner. Snappers. Snappers Comedy Club. Small room. Got some uh, good names in there. I went and saw uh, Jim Florentine. Like- Robin and I went and saw Jim Florentine in there. And Jimmy J.J. Walker. Because, you know, I love comedy clubs, man. I love to laugh. And I love, you know, and I, I watch comics and I just, I, I could never do that because if I think of something funny, it's spontaneous, but I can't like remember routines. That's the amazing thing about what you guys and well, women do. Tony, I have news for you. I have, I, this is what I want you to do. You should take my course. I teach people. You know who I've mentored? Who? You know, open for me. Dave Chappelle opened for me when he was 15. I was just at his house a few weeks ago. And, you know, he's like, you were the first, I was his first paid gig. Whitney Cummings used to tour with me and open for me. Judd Apatow. I teach people how to be funnier, even if you're not a comedian. You know you who take you, my course. You know who needs to take oh, your Winnie. course desperately? Who? Ron DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> I could work. I could. I should work with him. He's you should. I love the way he handled the pandemic. Absolutely. So, he you know, brilliant. He, just, he just needs a sense of humor because it, it ain't working right now. No, it is not. not working. And he does not know to how to improvise. He doesn't know how to handle hecklers. He doesn't know how to, he does not have stage presence. Well, because Craig doesn't yeah. get hecklers. You know, Craig sure finds that one every young person, the best part of Craig's bit, hecklers. and he's done this forever, and it's still absolutely perfect. He finds that one what's young, that? the one young person in the audience, mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah, and then yeah, you have yeah. to tell them what's going, what, you know, what, what? was going on that I, year. I have, to tell them, I have to tell them what's up, <laughs> you, know, what's, you know, like how things are different now, yes. you know, the whole trans thing. When I was growing up, a trans was a trans dam, it was a car you wanted to drive, right? It was a cool <laughs> yes. car, and a tranny was not... If you blew a tranny, it wasn't in an alley. Exactly right. I remember when the boss's daughter and the boss's wife were doing ads for Atlantic Transmissions. Remember that? Atlantic um, Transmissions. Right. The boss's that's wife. Right and they're selling, you know, and they're doing the trannies in your backyard. They'll come in and drop your tranny right in the in the driveway. Right in your own driveway. Totally different thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, I'm like your warm-up act here, man. Well, we are sorry that we cannot see you again and go Aww. down. And, yeah, I know. But when um, you come into Florida again, yeah, wait, I'm never, I'll, I'll put it on my calendar this time. When were you down here? Was well, that December or was that you know what? I'll, November? I'll, I'll come back down just for you guys. Oh, right. Awesome. Yes. Did you play any golf? Because the weather here sucked. Today was a nice day. Did you get to play or is it just too wet? I, I relaxed today. I'm doing my work. I got a lot of homework I'm doing. Believe it or not, yeah, it, it, comedians, we have to keep on going, man. Keep on. I already tried some new bits on. You guys got some laughs. Now I'm going to try it tonight at the Off the Hook in Naples. 
Now, do you recommend uh, what's the menu like? Because I want to come down there one night, even if it's not you. Surf I mean, they have other big names, surf. right? And by the way, if there are still tickets available, you can find them at the offthehookcomedy.com. Offthehookcomedy.com you know, in, in Naples. A- Andrew Andrew Dice Clay is here tomorrow. Is he really? Yeah, yeah they get top acts here. I tell you, oh, Mother Goose. Hey, I swear to God, I, this is a true story. I have no joke about this. This is absolutely true. Every time I wear blue pants, and if I have a blue shirt on, if I have a blue shirt that I'm about to put on top, I think of him doing the nursery rhyme. Little boy blue, he needed the money. Every single time I put on a blue outfit, I say it to myself. Little boy blue, he needed the I say it every Mother Goose, time. hickory dickory dock. I mean, you know, when you can remember great comedy bits from 30 years ago, man. I mean, how isn't that 30 years ago when Dice was like, yeah, I love, I love it when people. A guy came up to me the other day with a bit that I forgot so much that I thought it was it was his original bit. He was he was pitching it to me like saying, "Hey, how about this?" I'm going, eh, "That's pretty funny," and it was my bit. He was quoting from the 90s. I forgot about it. <laughs> Unbelievable, but I I I I love it when I'm part of people's family. You know, what I mean, their memories. And now the generations are coming. Last night we had a grand a grandmother, uh, son, and grandson all in one group, and that's that's the greatest to me when you can you know go through all the generations and. Mm-hmm have fun and bring people together. I prefer the mother daughter, you know, like the 50 year old mother and like the 30 year old daughter. That's my favorite. uh, Combo mambo. Combo mambo. The deep dish combo mambo. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's what you want in your audience. (laughs) No, that's what I want in my uh, condo. Not in the audience. (laughs) Hey, Hey, yo. (laughs) He needed the mother. Hey, they. All of a sudden, Robin went from Italian to Jewish. No. Oy, oy. Oy, oy. <coughs> so Dice, is he going to do like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? How many nights is Dice doing? He's. I have no. I'm not promoting Dice. He's sold out. I have, yeah, he's I have sold three out. Tickets left for my show. Somebody snag him tonight. All right. Three That's tickets. I'm serious, man. If I if I had remembered, because I'm brain dead, we would have come out there last night or the night or last Monday night or last night. And now here it is Wednesday. It, we got to have it, dinner. Isn't is it, is it, it weird getting older, though? I yeah. mean, because, like, it's the simplest things. Like a nap used to be refreshing. Now it's like I got sedated with a lawn with a dart gun. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, and then I can wake up with an injury from a nap. <laughs> you know, I've got a cast on. Remember you said, oh, I got a cast. I was whitewater rafting, got my foot caught in a rock, and now it's like, hey, what happened to you? Ah. Uh, out of bed the wrong way. <laughs> I'm out for I'm out for three months. Now who's opening but up for you tonight? Who's opening up? Nobody's opening. Nobody. Nobody's opening for me. I don't need openers. You see how long. Yeah, I know that. That's what I'm saying. But you know, you always have to have the guy at the comedy club who just like makes 25 yeah. bucks, comes in, introduces to everybody, and yeah, then that's right. Does like that's two right. minutes yeah. and then leaves with his 25 dollars. Or or her twenty five. The general the general manager does it. He's doing a two for one here. He's I'm sure he's not getting paid extra money to go on stage, <laughs> make the announcement, and then I'm up there. That's all. It's you don't like have like one of the with. one of the bus boys or one of the uh, you know one of the cooks come out of the kitchen 
it does, look, it does make sense. You go, you don't go to a movie and have an opening movie, like a short movie to open it. They used to, I guess, but no, you, you, you're going to see one person. That's why I don't really, I don't really need an opening act. That's why I try to tell them. I say, give me the money. I need the Damn money. right. <laughs> now, when you do two I and a half hours, I mean, you know, most people say two and a half hours. That's enough. That's, that's enough. No, like when, with Craig, every <laughs> no, no, I do, I do, time, I do ninety. Every minutes, single time, your least. your mouth hurts from laughing so much mm-hmm. afterwards, and it's awesome. That's my favorite. When I hurt people, the guy came up and he goes, "How long do you go on for? I'm sick of smiling. My I'm, my face hurts. I have bells palsy. <laughs> if I give people bells palsy, I'm a very happy guy. Exactly. Okay, I know it's I, I know it's a strange goal. I've had a lot of strange goals in life. That some of them are a little weird. You know, one of my goals when I was a kid. I used to watch Hollywood Squares, mm-hmm. and you guys know this. I wrote letters to Paul Lynn to fix yep. them up with my mother. But I thought, this is a true story, I thought he would adopt me, and we would be the first father and son team on the Hollywood Squares. So I was always envisioning them going, I'd like Craig and Paul Lynn for the win, please. <laughs> and we're sitting there in the box, and we're in the box together. Take it, son. It's a sports question. <laughs> we're, bo- we're both wearing matching ascots. I mean, I had this whole thing, and then he died. So I ended up on Hollywood Squares, like, 75 episodes. But I was, I'm not a big celebrity. There's always Craig Shoemaker to block. And I think your biggest conquest, though, is was, was of course, uh, hooking up with the now patriarch or the matriarch of the los angeles lakers oh no don't go there don't go yes there. let me finish my hollywood squares <laughs> she's awesome let me just say i love her forget the hooking up the, oh, hooking up or whatever people don't understand Jeannie bus is she's one of the greatest people and i've right. met thousands of people i've ever met in my entire life she is so filled with class she's smart brilliant Good person, solid person. I'm telling you, Los Angeles has no idea. Yeah, you know, they go through a losing streak because because uh, Mr. Street Clothes, Anthony Davis, uh, you know, doesn't play. You know, <laughs> you know what's she supposed to do about it? So anyway, unbelievable owner. People should appreciate her. I and love her. I used to have her in studio with me. All I would propose to her on the air. Amazing. I would say, I would say, you know, why are you waiting for Phil? He's in Montana. Marry me. I was asking her to marry me in the studio yes. every time she would come in. He asked Jeannie her Buss. to marry him multiple times. He only asked me. I only asked Robin and, once. And, and you and you wonder why she hasn't been in in a long time. <laughs> 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 he told me she goes, Craig. Do you know Tony Bruno? I go, I know him well. I say he's never proposed to me, but I get it. No, I get no, it. she's she's I know great. Why you're not going back on. She's just she's, she's amazing. She's great. Best owner in in all the franchises in the professional sports. And now you got the so, guy from anyway, the Clippers guys building this new palace. It's almost finished. I didn't even know that. Steve Ballmer's got this unbelievable building that's going to open this in a couple of months. Wow! Wow! What's it called? Really? The Intuit Center. Intuit Center. Well, I always bring my. You know, when the when the Philly teams come to L.A., I always always get tickets for all the Philly people out there. You know, we we and we go. Mark Gubiza, remember him? Oh, Gubiza's a good Philly friend guy. with the Angels. Yeah, Gubi, I, I take him to the games. Uh, all these Philly people. It, we just have our little gang, and we. We go root them on, and they're they're pretty good this year. Embiid would stop being injured too. But I no, a big love win last night against Jokic. 
Well, I, I know you're what? two hours away from the show, man. You need to take a little nap. You need to go have a cocktail or something or relax. Or What do you do, pre? Now, you're two hours away from taking the stage down in Naples at the Off the Hook Club. What are you no now doing? Booze, uh, no more booze. Crack. I, I went to crack. Okay, it's, it's much, much, much more, cheaper, it's, too. It's, yeah. it's, it's much more optimistic, <laughs> enthusiastic. <laughs> Way to, way to separate myself from the world. But uh, no, I, I just chill out. I go over my notes. I'm going over them right now. And uh, it was good to talk to you guys, as always. I miss you. I wish you could go tonight. I do, but too. But maybe, uh, maybe one of your three listeners will actually come out tonight. You mean my three listeners? People are listening all over the world. Do you realize, did you download the Tony Bruno Show app? Did you download the damn app? You can listen anywhere on earth. We're like number three in Kuwait of shows. We're like the number three most listened to show in Kuwait, for God's sake. Wow. Well, well, listen, Kuwaitis, I have a great movie you can invest in. It's a horror film. It's an amazing film. We're making it. All right. So go to craigshoemaker.com. I'll tell you all about it. Or take my coaching program. You need some jokes over there in Kuwait. Okay. I teach people how to be funny. And I'll I'll write some bits about that those <laughs> those towels. <laughs> Never mind. No. <laughs> I want to I want to be in a horror there. movie. Can I get killed? Yeah, I want to be in a horror movie. That's my that's my goal in life. All right. Well, you guys can invest in the movie, and you'll have lots of whatever part you want. I'll give you the lead, Tony. No, I don't want the lead. I just want to get. I just want to be disemboweled in the movie. You know what I mean? Or I want to walk. Oh, that's through. so funny. That's so funny. We actually have scenes where people get disemboweled. How about that? Oh, there you go. So, so, you. Tony's dream. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not shooting here, Tony. So you're gonna have to fire up the fire up the, the the big old van and get moving across the country. All right. Nobody shoots anything in Hollywood anymore. They go to Vancouver and they go to uh, South America. No. no, I think we're doing L.A. We might do something in Buffalo because of the tax credits. We might be doing it there. But, uh, yeah, it's a really good movie. I mean, wait, I can't tell you the premise, but I'll tell you off the air. But it's really, really a great movie. It's a horror film. Horror films make lots of money. Yes, too. they do. Yes, they so do. if somebody wants to be a producer... A lot of big stars are in the movie. Just contact Craig at CraigShoemaker.com, and you can be producing a movie. Who knows? I'm in. Just being on the Tony Bruno show. I'm all in. Brought anybody to off the hook, but lots of people are going to invest in this movie. It's a, it's a really great movie, and uh, so we're just in the middle of of uh, starting it right now. We're raising the money, and uh, let's go. I'm all go, in, man. And it, it'll be funny, by the way. Oh, funny? That's what I like. Robin doesn't like horror movies, but I do. But I like I like the ones that. That people have fun before they get impaled and disemboweled and all of that. Well, we're gonna we're gonna impale you right after you're talking on the air about uh, tying your balls up with a giant condom. Uh, that, that's how our whole interview started. So we're gonna take care of that in the movie. <laughs> I think somebody's already done that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Craig right. Shoemaker, the Love Master. Right. Follow him. Go. He teaches comedy. You need to laugh. What is it called? Comedy heels. It's called laughter heels. Laughter heels. I knew it was close. I knew there was a healing in there somewhere. All right, brother. See you, Robin. Man. See you later. All there right. he is, ladies and gentlemen, the great Craig Shoemaker. Love that guy. He's like he's like family. And we don't even have to go to the Olive Garden together. No. We're coming right back. Your phone calls, your texts, and everything else. Plus, we got more updates. I'll have my interview with Todd Bowles coming up 
And we'll rip Jimmy Kimmel again because he deserves to be ripped and ripped hard. Stick around. Yeah, baby. <laughs> it is a groove thing. Well, I got something accomplished today, Robin. Not just having fun with Love Master, Greg Shoemaker, and I just got blocked by John Cusack. That's a badge of honor. It is. Is there a more insufferable douchebag than John Cusack? I, I, he has become one. Absolutely. I mean, like maybe he always was one, and we just weren't aware of it until he started going on social media. But good lord. Uh, he, listen, he has just like anybody else. He's got the right mm -hmm. to an opinion. Oh yeah. But he's like gone crazy about you know what's going on in the Middle East, and yes. everybody does. Nobody likes what's going on. No. But it's his pals. Who are the one out there protesting, calling for ceasefires? And what do these protests accomplish? Nothing. Nothing. You can go out and protest, block traffic. They, is that going to is that going to end this thing? And the problem is, is they're not protesting the right thing. I mean, if we all agree that there are atrocities that are happening exactly. Over there, and I wrote to him Hamas. earlier today. Hamas you know, is the problem. I wrote to him today. I said, these are your pals, your political friends who are the ones who are doing these feel-good marches, blocking traffic, uh, hurting other people who just want to go about their business, going in front of and sometimes ca cancer hospitals. Yeah, sometimes they're really hurting people that need to get to the hospitals. Exactly. Or, so you know, don't, be, don't be preaching that it's your people, it's your pals in Hollywood, it's your political pals in Washington that are doing this. The people who love wars. They love wars. There's, there's 15 wars going on now. So you're going to block people because they at, they tell you what is really going on because you're in your own little dream world. Then block people. I don't care. I don't. I haven't watched John Cusack since. What was the last good movie he did? Um, that one about the record place. What uh, was that called? No, he's done some stuff since. Uh, but I think uh, we live in a black and white world. We live in a world where you have to choose sides rather than there's no side here. Exactly. That's my point is that in this particular case, it is the innocent people that are suffering. It doesn't exactly. matter. It doesn't matter whether they were Israelis and Jews or whether it's um, Palestinians and and everything is going to hell over there and it's because of the terrorists it's because of hamas it's i know well, again, we don't have to <clears throat> keep doing this just, when like, you have state legislatures two things, two you have state legislatures in california actually city not even state city people in san francisco passing these do nothing resolutions while the city is burning down and this stores are closing the people are, are strung out on the streets and you're doing, we have now passed a ceasefire resolution. Like, what the hell is that going to accomplish? That's the stuff that's ridiculous. If, the, if any of these things did something, they don't. If blocking streets did something, how many protests do you need to have before somebody, oh, by the way, the people in charge are the ones not doing this. Mm -hmm. They're afraid because they're trying to placate everybody, and they're screwing everybody at the same time. So enough of this crap. But it's a badge of honor to be blocked by John Cusack. What a douchebag. You know what else is a badge of honor? Having Jim from Cheltenham call in? Yes, The sir. official archivist? Let's see if it's still... He's been on hold during the entire interview with Craig Shoemaker. Let's see if the phone actually continues. The phone. The phone is still working. The phone is Jim, ringing. Jim, are you there? Hello? 
Oh, oh no. Oh. Jim, you better call him right back. I'll call you right back. <laughs> he sounds like the love master, though. Maybe he's doing a Craig Shoemaker impersonation. <laughs> Imagine being a big celebrity like John Cusack and you spend all day every day cursing at people and then blocking them when they give you a not a not a name calling response, mm -hmm. but like, hey, these are all your pals. These are all your politicians who are causing all this stuff, having everybody hate them. Jews, Palestinians. Is there anybody who likes I mean, they're protesting at the White House. I know. So these are your people. I don't get it. So yell at them. Don't yell at me. I don't have any control. The people who have control are your pals. I would. I. I just wish that you could hand out common sense. You can't. You can't teach it. You have to know it. You have to feel it. Well, and you have to. You have to be taught it from a young age. No, I think you can teach it. You can teach common sense, but it is not something that is being taught to our youths. No, you teach common sense. Common sense to your children. If you're a parent. You teach kids right from oh, wrong. Parents are failing miserably. Well, of course they are. Because they don't teach kids right from wrong. They let the kids decide. And then they tell kids what's right when it's not right. Anyway, enough about this crap. Let's, Let's get see if Jim is back there. Let's get to take Jim. Take two. Take two. Jim, what's going on, buddy? You sound all right now? Yeah, there you are. Yeah, you sound perfectly clear, Jim. Okay, how you doing, guys? Did you have a nice holiday? Yeah, I mean, we had fun. We came up there. We saw the family. Then we got sick and... Now we're all recovered after three weeks, and things are good. I mean, the weather's nice here again. We got the countdown to spring training and pitchers and catchers. And you know that the people yeah. will be coming down from Philly very, very soon to watch. Four weeks from today. Four weeks. I mean, we got to do a daily countdown. I'm, I told Robert That's I'm going to start something tomorrow. Pitchers and catchers, what's the date? Feb Valentine's Day, the 14th of February. Oh, man. I'll be there with my heart on. You get it, Robin? I get I'll be in Clearwater with my heart on. Now, that was funny. That, was, that wasn't a rehearsed line. That was, Jim and I did not get together before the show. Just having Craig Shoemaker on made me funnier, just in a matter of moments. Jim? You're, you're, be, you're, you're learning from him already. Exactly right. Jim, what's going on today? We had a special, special anniversary today, Tony, this week. It was the beginning of ESPN Radio 32 years ago this week. That's right. January, what, 20th we went on the air? What was the exact date? Yeah. I forget the date. No, it's this week. It was January of 1992. How many years ago right. is that now, Robin? I'm bad 32. at math. 32. 32 years ago today. <clears throat> In fact, Robin went to New York with me when we celebrated the 25th anniversary and Keith Olbermann and Chuck Wilson and I went to a studio in New York and did all of these, you know, 25th anniversary shows. To be, to prepare. Them, yeah, to and prepare for And it was on them. my birthday. Yes, it was. Way. Well, it was, yeah, Chuck Wilson was with you that day. Yeah, special guest Chuck Berman. Chris in Berman the, in the uh, studio, yes. Chris Berman, excuse me, in, the, in there, yes. And you were... And this this is a short clip, about a minute and a half. This was and the beginning of ESPN Radio? The first day. Wow. Let's go to the tape. I don't even have this. And you were just finished the interview with the great Tom Jackson. The great Tom Jackson. Exactly right. And what we and we picked up the this is where we pick up the the tape. Hope okay. you enjoy it. Let's go to the tape, ladies and gentlemen. 
Jim from Cheltenham, Pennsylvania. Tom Jackson, we're going to let you go put the Bronco jersey back on, and uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us. In the meantime, when we come back, Chris Berman and I will hash out the rest of the NFL stuff. We'll look ahead to tomorrow's games, and we'll see whether the Buffalo-Kansas City game is a no-brainer. I don't know about that. That's coming up on the ESPN Radio Network. You stick around with us. Hello again, everybody. Tony Bruno back with you on the ESPN Radio Network, the maiden flight. Tony Bruno along with Chuck Wilson and Chris Berman as we continue to run down the NFL. The thrill, the color, the pageantry, the electricity that is uniquely the playoffs on ESPN. The what? I don't know. I... Tony Bruno, Chuck Wilson, Chris Berman. Is do you here. have a pilot's license? If this is the maiden's flight, the maiden flight, do you have a pilot's license? I certainly hope not after that. Chris Berman, one of the uh, ESPN TV guys. Yeah, ESPN television. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I always said it was just ESPN. I, I can't it was, but it. we have to differentiate. You guys have radio voices and everything. My voice is so thin here. I mean, it, it, it's scary. Out of my element. I, this is fun, guys. Wait a minute. You're an old radio guy. Yes, yes, You've yes, done I a lot of radio. Yes, yes, sir. And I, and I love it. I have a face made for radio, I've been told. No, we have faces made for it. We don't have to wear makeup, at least, in the studio. Here. Well, thank you. <laughs> there you go, Tony. Wow. I don't that even, was cool. I, that was. That was fun to hear that stuff. I should have all that stuff on tape. <coughs> but I don't. But thankfully, you do, Jim. Are they going to be Lucky posted? They, be repl- they replayed it, I guess, seven years ago. Had up on the online for maybe a week or something. I fortunately I caught it when it came. They put online. Beautiful. Yeah, that should be in an archive somewhere. Yeah, you need to you need to post those on, um, on on. Now you know website. people again don't know that you have a a YouTube page where you have all a lot of the classic and they're mostly audio clips, right? It's all audio clips, I think, right? No video. Oh, so everything's audio. Yes, but we have photographs of the event. At the same time, because they didn't want to put a blank um, page up there. Exactly. So we put some more um, photographs of you at, 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 at that time. Wow. 32 years ago, Robin. How old were you, Robin, 32 years ago when ESPN Radio was starting in 1992? Uh, I was 25. No, you're not. Yeah. Were you? Yeah. So you were legal then. Christian, Christian was born in 1992. Wow. My daughter was born in, uh, well, one in 77, one in 81. So none of them were born in the 90s. They were all born in 77, <laughs> 81, and 82. So, yes, but they were, you see, when I was start, when I was at ESPN, I got to go home every weekend. I mean, I got to go home every Monday and spend the week with my kids yeah, and work in Philly. Yeah, but were the days you worked at WIP. Was that the days you worked at WIP? Yes, it was, was a WIP at, at the same time. And then I would work there in the you mornings. You at 1 a.m. and you drove all night to be on the air at 6 o'clock. Exactly. But I still got to be home with my kids during the week because I was just doing the Philly yeah. show during the week. And I would go to Bristol yeah. on, on Fridays and I would drive up there. And then eventually it started flying me up there to make it easier. So I wouldn't uh, crash on the New Jersey Turnpike, the George Washington Bridge 84, or any of the other roads that I had to drive back in the middle of the night. I know how you did that. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Jolt Cola, man. I should have had a, I should have had the exclusive contract for Jolt Cola. Do they still make Jolt Cola? I think they do. I don't think so. No, Maybe I think they, they, they. I think they actually do. Double the caffeine and double the sugar. Yeah, but they everything has now like super duper caffeine, coffee, deadly coffee, deadly caffeine. Mm-hmm. You know, a speed. But back then, Jolt Cola was like over the counter. It wasn't like some drug. It just had like more caffeine than like oh, regular soda. I take it back. Is it gone? It was discontinued four years ago. How many years ago? 
Yeah. How Four. many? How many years ago? Not one. Coincidence that not it was two, not, not three. three. Four. Four years. Why? Now everybody's got energy drinks. Everybody's got all kinds of caffeine and taurine and and anything else with an I N E or E I N or L M N O P at the end. It was the original American energy drink. Exactly. I was way ahead of the curve. Yeah. And then on these Red Bulls, this bullshit, this, this monster energy and all this other crap. And now they got Mountain Dew with 72,000 carbs and and energy. And you inject it now in your ass. You inject it in in the same place where you inject your, your 16th COVID booster and all that stuff. Uh, Tony, I hope you you could be in Vegas a couple. Of, you'll be there in Vegas a couple more weeks, right? Exactly yes. right. We will be there on Saturday, February second. How many days third. is that? Third Saturday, the third. We arrive. Do we have? We need a clock. We need a calendar in here, Robin. A big. I need to know. I don't need. Like I didn't even know. Craig, we were just with Craig Shoemaker a couple months ago. You have a calendar. That's not big enough. I need like a wall size calendar. Okay, I, I'll work on that right away. Can we paint it? I'll paint it, and then we'll put, put the you know, we'll put the blocks on the wall, and then we'll do sure. like the block pools at Super Bowl parties. You know what I mean? Poor Jim doesn't know what to do with you right now. I know, Jim. Like you have a lot of energy. Well, I'm just curious uh, that Martinez and Company show is a great show that comes on at six o'clock. That's on YouTube. They'll show live. And yeah, yeah, they do a YouTube, YouTube feed also. Martinez, Angel Martinez um, has a studio. He was already doing some simulcasting with video and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He has like three or four computers in his studio, and he had it figured out already. I have not. Because I, I watch him every night. And it's a great. It's, it's I don't awesome. Know how he does everything, but he's a great graphics and everything. No, he's phenomenal. He's an amazing young man, a young talent. Started in the business, you know, not a broadcaster, but wanted to do this. Uh, I, I got to meet him, went to his house up in northern, uh, w- up in s- north central Florida a couple of times, did some shows with him, and he's always been a great friend, and we're happy to have him on the network. Yeah, and now I don't know if you heard the show on before us now, <clears throat> the LFG. Oh, uh, that's a, I, I do this. Very good. Very good. And Jim Cosimore, as you know, did the Sixers for a couple of years, and you know, Dave Benz right. does network stuff everywhere. So we're putting together, and it's a slow build, you know, because you got to get people on board. And these people are happy. The thing you want when you have your own business, you want people who want to be there and work with you. They're not just working for me. They're working with me, you know. And we are we're putting it together, together, and it takes a long time. And, you know, there's a lot of changes and things that you have to go through and electronics, such weather. You know, you got weather storms, and you lose power. But we got all that stuff taken care of now. We got backup power backup internet and you got to do all that stuff and that's how you build something and we got great people backing us now who are going to help this thing explode and it's again we're not trying to become billionaires here or run the world but if it happens hey no i don't need a billion no i know i don't need a half a billion i don't need 250 million i'm not saying we. i don't need a hundred million (laughs) just give me remember the guy what was the guy's name michael anthony Remember Michael Anthony, Robin? This, this is before you were born. Jim, you're an old school guy. He was the millionaire. The millionaire there was a show called The Millionaire. And every week, the guy would go and give someone a million dollars. That was like the original reality show. Really? The Millionaire. Not who wants to be a millionaire. Not I slept with a millionaire. Not the millionaires. Uh, not the car millionaires, who, of course, a great uh, R&B act. The millionaire, Michael Anthony, I think oh, his name was, black right? Black and white. Yeah, yeah it was, of course it was in black and white. Even the money was in black and white. 
<laughs> it was around. It was around 1960. It was a dramatic show. It was not a live show. No, no, nothing was live back then. Not even the NBA playoffs were live. Everything was tape delayed. The Super Bowl <laughs> was tape delayed. The NBA playoffs weren't even on TV back in 1960. You're right. They weren't. You got games on Sunday, and that was it. Now remember, I was only I was only eight years old. So I mean, I'm not that old. I'm old, but in 1960, I was eight years old. Here it is, the millionaire. Let's go to the uh, opening. Michael the Anthony. Millionaire, brought to you by Singer, makers of the world's finest sewing machines. Hey. Singer with the world's finest vacuum cleaners too. Oh, look for these famous trademarks. My name is Michael Anthony, and I'm about to tell you a story that has its moments of sheer fantasy. Ooh, I love there are fantasy. 19 multi-billionaires in the world. Only yes, 19? I said multi-billionaires. I was the executive secretary to one of them. You never heard of him because he lived in utter seclusion. His name was John Beresford Tipton. Here's John another view of Silver Wasn't he on Seinfeld? John Beresford Tipton. <laughs> <laughs> that was a show. And everybody watched every week because they wanted to see who was going to be the next millionaire. And they didn't even have to sleep with an old dude. Or hand roses to some ugly chick on television. This was when drama was good. This is before all these crap shows now mm. where people sleep with somebody to get a rose. And then they pull the thorns out of their ass a couple of years later, realizing that it was all a stupid mistake. And dancing with the stunads. And then all these other stupid shows. But what, you know what? That's just great. There's a lot of... The thing about television now, Jim, as you know, there's 100 million channels. And there's still nothing to watch. You have, have you choices. That when we had like five channels to watch, including the UHF, we'd always find something to watch when there was only five. Now there's 500 channels and you still have a hard time finding one show that you like. Am I so wrong, I, Jim? No, yeah, that's why I'd rather watch the classic television networks than watch um, network TV now. Exactly right. Stuff well, like the Pluto channel, stuff like that. Exactly. Know? Free V, all these other channels. Jim, we can yeah. always count on you to bring us good stuff, and okay, you did guys. it again. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jim. Hopefully, Robbie, maybe you can pull out some of the old um, Super Bowl shows you did the last couple of years. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, too. we got to find those babies. Yeah. But we'll have new memories, new shows, and everything else. Everything old is new okay, again. Okay. Thank you, Jim. Take care, everybody. Let's Bye. put Take your hands everybody. together for the official archivist, the great Jim from Cheltenham. Siciliano, by the way, no relation to Andrew Siciliano. We'll be right back after station identification. Which station? Ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting, and now it's here. TBSN, the Tony Bruto Sports Network. Make some noise! Tune in at 7 a.m. and hear Pete Shepard till 10, and then Defoe and Luby from 10 a.m. till noon, and then the man himself, Tony Bruno, and the Tony Bruto Show starts at 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Martinez and company from 6 p.m. to 8, and we've got more to come. The Tony Bruto Sports Network, Download the app. Tell your friends the game is on. T-B-S-N. Come on. 
Big day for exit interviews today. Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia meeting with the boss man. Not the big boss man, the former wrestler. I don't think he's with us anymore. You got the Dallas Cowboys now knowing that Mike McCarthy has been meeting with his exit interviews. My exit interview will come up in about uh, 20 minutes when we exit stage left and head down to beautiful Bonita Springs, Robin. Yes. To break some bread, uh, maybe some calamad for the table. I'm going to an Italian restaurant. Yeah. And you know I love me some Italian food, Robin. Let me see. I'm going to tell you what it is. Can we find the menu? Because people want to know what oh, we're, you know what's on the menu. La Fontanella. La Fontanella. La Fontanella. You know what that means Spring. in Italian, Robin? A uh, fountain. I think it's a smaller fountain. It's not the big one. No. Fontanella. Oh, a little fountain. Could be a little fountain. Uh, we'll tell you. We'll a measure little, it. I'll take some pictures. Spark. You know what people do. We got to make sure we take pictures of the appetizer. The Fontanella. It'll be dark when we get there, though. Yes. That's the problem. Tony. I posted a picture from the boat today outside, too. I know. People were very jealous. It's not, I wasn't a jealousy thing because it's rained a lot here. There was a lot of boat water in the boat. I had to pump that some bitch out. You know what I mean? Tony Bruno? Yes. Shall we go to... Oh, we got a Florida update. We do. We've been really uh, slacking on our Florida updates. Yeah, but this, this one's a good one, Tony. They're all good ones. It's because Florida. This is, this is a PSA for all Floridians out there. So this is actual... Like real story stuff. Oh, yeah, this yeah, isn't this some is, made up nonsense. No, this is not made up. This isn't a guy like swimming <laughs> with never, alligators. We never make anything up. This is a legitimate story. Let's go to your update desk, to ladies and gentlemen. Florida. And your correspondent, Miss Rock. Welcome you to the Sunshine State. The fabulous the state of Florida, Tony Bruno. Wait, let this let the jingle fill. Every day in Florida. Tony. Now let's go to ladies All and gentlemen, right. a woman who's a little premature in her uh, exaltations. Exaltations. Miss Robin. Tony Bruno, this is a warning to all of you out there. State Senator Linda Stewart has now sponsored a new bill, SB 768. What is it called? SB 768, which would. SB 768, right? Yep. That's not a highway, is it? Isn't that the... No. Isn't that the, the, it's a new bill. The Tamiami Trail. sponsored bill. And it would up the penalty from a misdemeanor to a felony for illegally dumping a body. What? Yes. Right now, it is only a misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor to dump a dead body yes. in the state of Florida? Now, that does not include the actual murdering. of like that's Those obviously. are separate. Those that's charges separate. are separate. Those separate. That's <laughs> Murder. You'll be charged separately for that. Wait, if you dump a body so let's just and it's say. in the bottom of a bayou and they find it 10 years later and the gators have pretty much... Yeah. Uh, you know, consumed it. It is now. So, so they did this because there have been some instances mm -hmm. where people have buried people in their backyard. For example, if uh, certain people, like if grandma dies mm -hmm. and you want to keep collecting, um, Oh, the her social security, security and grandma's body then gets, you know, put in the backyard. That wouldn't the the um, state would not be able to come onto your property and use to, lidar and check and to see, see if you were a lidar. Yes, it would. They would not be able to check because they would not be able to do so for a misdemeanor, but they would for a felony. 
So, but you're talking about dumping bodies. Well, you, I mean, let's be honest. It doesn't matter how the, the, the number one state for dumping bodies. You know what it is, Robin? New York, New Jersey, New Jersey. There's no place to dump people in New, New York. No, I think in New Jersey people dump everything in New Jersey. Bodies. You know, there's a lot of cricks, as they call them up there. Creeks. I think that there's a lot of concrete boots. Well, of but course. But here, too. it's so simple. You just put it out in the swamp somewhere. You go and down there, down to the Everglades City. You go down to Everglades City, get one of them big uh, hefty bags. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Not wimpy, <laughs> wimpy, wimpy. So this was all to do so that the sheriffs would be able to get a warrant to be able to search properties because they wouldn't be able to get any warrant if, if it was a misdemeanor charge. Um, but it this will also cover for anybody who hides a body, mm-hmm. um, for anybody who, um, if they try not to report a death um, so that they can keep collecting, which I already mentioned. Right. Um, but um, there are have been times where people just they don't know what to do. Like somebody dies, and rather than contacting the proper authorities because mm-hmm. they don't want to pay for a funeral, exactly, they just you know take a haul like you do for the pets. Yeah, you're gonna need a bigger box though than you have so, for like the little birds and the you know the cats. And- so here's the here's the rules, Tony Bruno. If you find a dead body in your home or mm-hmm. outside. Do you not say touch, something. Do you not see touch, something. No. Say something. Yeah. Well, yes, but you don't touch anything. Don't touch anything, and then you have to call law enforcement. What about if he has like jewelry? He or she has jewelry on, or can I go in their pockets and get their ID and uh, see if they got cash? That would be frowned upon. Bouillon, maybe some uh, gold teeth, and then get the pliers and rip out the gold teeth and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you are the next of kin, you have to claim the body by making final arrangements with a funeral home. Mm-hmm. And then you can, you know, and then you can collect their belongings afterwards. So that's now the rule. Just just in case people, you know. I have to write that down. Make sure I put it on a calendar. No, no. What, is there a best day? It, is there a better day of the month to dump a dead body here in Florida? You still can dump it. But it's not a. It's a. It's be. It's a felony. It's a felony now, not yep. a misdemeanor. Well, I don't think this. It's not gone into law yet. So no, right now it's still. So if you is if, Ron DeSantis signing it into New Hampshire up up in New Hampshire tonight? <laughs> you still have time to have it be just a misdemeanor. Just, just you know. So before this takes law, if you got any dead bodies, uh, you got any <laughs> skeletons in the closet? <laughs> Get rid of them. Well, first you have to have a dead body before it can become a skeleton yeah. in the closet, yeah, because, right? I mean, once you kill somebody, then all bets are off. That's, exactly. That's murder. That's a felony. That's just. <laughs> that's just. Well, at least we're not passing resolutions down here to demand a ceasefire in in Gaza. Yeah. 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 Ridiculous. <laughs> No, I mean, it's just so, um, oh, here's another reason. I'm just fine. Oh, there's the more reasons yeah, to not dump a dead body? Well, in the- they said that apparently there's also drug dealers who have had people like die on their sofa when they, and they don't, and they just take them outside and dump them in the swamp or bury them somewhere and. You mean like every movie where there's a mob involved see, or a gambling see, situation involved now, or in, the mafia? In that situation. I would say that's murder. If you are a drug dealer and your drugs killed somebody, then you are. You should Not be anymore, Robin. They're, they're trying to decriminalize that. You know, they're trying to. De- they want everybody. They want. They want drugs legal everywhere. And I'm. I'm in favor of legalization. 
But the problem with legalization is they think the price is going to come down, and it's not because they're going to tax you, and then you're still going to be able to buy it cheaper on the streets. So they're not eliminating the street drugs. No. And I don't care what you – you can smoke yourself retarded, as someone once said. Oh, Dean is wondering what he won for being right about uh, – What do you want, Dean? He's going to get a T-shirt, like you said. I said Doesn't that. he have a T-shirt? What kind of T-shirts we have left there, Robin? Um, AJ in San Antonio says, if you dump a body in the middle of a bayou and the alligators eat it, it'll still vote Democrat oh! six times in 2024. Oh! But I'm bum. <laughs> no, if you bury grandma in the backyard to keep collecting her social security check, that's okay. That's smart. Because then she can keep voting. That's, I mean. Well, no, she won't vote. Sure she will. She'll vote Democrat. It doesn't matter. I'm collecting the cash still. You know what I'm saying? Not that I'm a guy who wants to defraud the government. Who do I look like? Hunter Biden? I don't even like the smell of cocaine. Today was a good day, Tony. And it's going to continue being a good day because we're going to go out to a lovely dinner with fabulous friends who are in town from both Radford, The great Pennsylvania Richard Zinn. And from the Bay Area. Yes, friends from California, friends from up in Radnor, Jim from Radnor, big-time uh, local sports talk radio caller. He that's how we man. That's how we, that's how we That's how we. break the bread. Jim from Radnor has not called in to the new Tony Bruno Sports I know, Network. it's an outrage. An outrage. Uh, he'll, uh, he's going to get a stern talking to tonight. Yes. How can you not have the Tony Bruno app loaded Especially on every Especially since he vehicle? retired, and now he has more time on his hands. We haven't seen them since. When we went to dinner with him in Philly a couple yeah. years ago. Remember we went up there, yeah. and, and it was supposed to rain, and I said, oh, it's not going to rain. And then we had this unbelievable <laughs> thunderstorm up there in, uh, with, yeah. in with Havertown. Not, not yeah. Havertown. It was really a nice little area yeah. up there in the main line. You know what I mean? I don't have time for that. You know, low red stuff. You know what I mean? Well, this is not La Fontinella is not a. Do we have the menu, Robin? Can we look over the menu at this particular? I mean, any, any text right now? I like Dean. He wins something, and he wants to know what he wins. I know that's the first thing he thinks of. Sheesh. Okay. Bastard. <laughs> Bastard. Okay. Where are we going? La Fontinella. La Fontinella. I want to see what kind of apps. La. Can we order ahead? And, 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 no. <laughs> We're so hungry. Uh, menu. Let's go to the let's go to the appetizer. Now. All right. Is it real now? What kind of Italian is it? Is it traditional? Is it uh, uh, Milanese? Is it uh, Siciliano? Is it Northern Italy? Is it uh, Mediterranean? What are we talking? Um. Does it? Oh, here we go. About. About. Traditional Italian fare. Everything's traditional Italian fare. Ravioli's traditional. Gnocchi. Lasagna. A superstada. You know what we used to call uh, charcuterie? Not that long ago, Robin. Now everybody orders the charcuterie Uh board, right? Uh uh What did we used to call charcuterie like five years ago? Uh, Cheese and meats. Antipasta. 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 Bring me the antipasta. Now it's charcuterie. You know what the difference between antipasta and uh, charcuterie is? About $15 for a a piece of wood with a bunch of dried meat on it. I'm Um, not a big charcuterie friend, Robin. 
I know you're I'm not. not. I don't, I don't, I don't play that. I don't get it. I don't play charcuterie. You're, you're a bad Italian. No, I'm a good Italian. Nah. I don't need any of that raw shit. So I don't need any of that stuff. Owners of La Fondanella are originally from Pittsburgh. Oh, the great Italian bastion of Pittsburgh. <laughs> do they know the Primanti brothers? Who do we have on the line now, Robin? Somebody Dean. Calling? Dean is coming. Let's home. go to a fake Italian who doesn't even know how to drink wine and lies about wine <laughs> and pours, puts ice cubes oh in his wine. God. He's just basically white trash from up in New England, but we still love him. Dean up in Clearwater, where you heard my exclusive interview today with the great coach of your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Todd Bowles, what did you think when I asked him about Detroit? I really don't care about that. Oh, you, you we got said a, a minutes ago, just a couple of minutes ago, you don't tell lies on the show. Now you're saying I put ice in my wine. Come on, Bruno. Why uh, we got to get you back here. You sound like you're... Uh, I kind of like it. It sounds like Barry White. Yeah. It's not It's not as bad as it could be. Oh, it's baby, still... what are you Robin? Oh, yeah, baby. baby. See, look. Look. Yeah. It's working for me, Dean. Yeah, you're doing your love master here, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen Craig Shoemaker's before? You know, he's had Netflix. He's had Showtime specials. The guy's a big-time comic, man. First time I've ever heard was from you. Are you shitting me, man? I've never seen him. Disgrace. Well, next time he's, like, up in the Tampa area, we'll come up and we'll go because he's fantastic. You'll love him. All right, so Tony, you just said earlier, mm -hmm. I don't call the show. I called the show on Monday. I gave you a five-team parlay that, and you didn't even play. Why do I? Because we're, I, I did a, I did a day-night doubleheader on Monday. I was running on fumes, and my, my job is not to bet on the air. I was goofing off about giving me a parlay pick. I just went in. I, I, I just I, I shut off the, the, the hard rock bets. I didn't make any bets on Monday. I didn't make any bets on Tuesday. I haven't made any bets today because I don't have to bet. I'm going to wait. No bet, no alcohol, man. You're becoming boring. I know, man. I'm saving it. I'm, I'm, I'm saving it up for, for, for Vegas, baby. Vegas. I'll have a steady drip. I'll get one of those bags and I'll get one of those. You know those things you carry the bag in. It's like a rolling the IV, cart. The IV. Yeah, the IV bag and, and, and it's a drip and it's got the four wheels on it and then you push it around with you like old people do. Except you got alcohol going in, and it's not going into your veins because that's not good. That's not good for you. But you have it going into your mouth. You have a special kind of, not the stupid helmets where you got the you know the thing on top where people put the beer in it and it comes down. And that's that's low class. I'm talking about high class quality, top shelf cocktails. You know what I'm saying? I understand what you mean, but I'm I'm kind of just because you should have had a team credential tie out to the Super Bowl with you, damn it. I may be able to get you in if you come out there, man. I can't get you like the full <laughs> week, the full ball. I, I can get, I can, I know people. I, get, I, I can get, get you into Radio Row, bro. If and <laughs> I can get you in. I can get you close to the Tony Bruno Sports Network set where you can meet Pete <laughs> Shepard. You can meet Defoe and Lube. You can meet. I'm getting texts about <laughs> Dean's voice. AJ, AJ in San Antonio says, Dean sounds like he smoked himself retarded. retarded man. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, uh, you'll enjoy so listening back to yourself. Coming in? Um, hopefully by next week. Yes. Yeah, it's very exciting. We're moving on up to the east side to a deluxe apartment. 
I'm excited. In the sky, I, 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 We had to switch over to Mac computer. It's coming. Like that should be a, arrived today, and then one another one tomorrow. And uh, you think we're just uh, half-assing this, man? Nobody's worked hard. This is the hardest I've ever. This is the hardest I've ever worked in my life. But you know what? It's it's a it's a it's a labor of love, man. Because you're watching something grow. No, Tony. Tony, it's all about you. This is is ideally for you. But you're doing it. It's about time. Damn right, man. It's about time. I'm the boss of me. Robin occasionally for maybe 15, 20 minutes a day is the boss of me. (laughs) But for the other 23 hours and 45 minutes, I'm the boss of me. (laughs) Even when I'm sleeping, I'm the boss of me. Yeah. I'm the bo- I'm like only 20 minutes the boss of Tony. The rest of the time, I'm the boss of the station. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to be the boss of the station. Robin, you can just get yourself a Louisville square and you can become Tony's boss 24 uh, 7. I don't know if I want to be Tony's boss 24 7. Robin swings like a girl. Uh, she wouldn't be able to hurt me with that. Oh, you know what I'm saying? well. <laughs> In that you are wrong, let's Tony Bruno. Try it out. Let's, let's try it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let, let's encourage people hitting each other with well, Louisville sluggers. I still have a few days before that law takes effect. <laughs> <laughs> so I could be okay. Trust me, there's so many places oh, to dump God. bodies in Florida. We got to drive. There's like 15 bridges just right here in Cape Coral to Fort Myers. It's like 10 bridges. There was a yeah. big, there was a Speaking thick of- fog yesterday morning here. You know how many bodies were probably dumped into the Caloosahatchee Bridge, and that wasn't even Billy Joe McAllister coming off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Remember that song? Yes, I do. I knew you would. Robin doesn't. I just, I text you because you would call Kimmel. Just text you a video. Look how this. This dude used to be. I, I well, we know that. I know the man show. You know, and, and again, I don't care. Yeah, the, I'm actually the, less insulted is, by the man show stuff than I, I am. I mean, when by a guy wishes people know. to die for not taking a, a, a an injection that was forced on America, that people risked their jobs and their lives over to have this schmuck basically telling people that if they weren't vaccinated, they should not be allowed in the ICU. What kind of dis- and people in the audience? The trained seals are laughing at that crap, laughing at it. He's a dipshit. He Green is a piece of shit. He sure is. I'd like to take anyway, him behind the shed. I'd take to take him behind up, the woodshed. Coming up on the end of the show, you guys have a wonderful Italian evening. You just take a little sip of water. You don't want to do too much. Getting back from being sick. I hear enjoy you. your night out. Talk Thank to you, brother. Later. Thank you, brother. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, and we will send a lovely prize we picked out especially for you, as they used to do on the dating game or the newlywed game. Remember that? Yes. And I want to apologize. I know that Luigi tried calling in while Dean was on the phone. Oh, he did? I'm, no, we're out of time, man. We are out of time. We got a hard out here. Yes, we do. I got bread and... Now, we didn't give me the full menu, Robin. We only have what? How much time do we have left? But... Um, Can you give me just some apps? Give me some of the apps. Do they have any Kalamad? Yes, they do. They have... Calamari gamberi alla griglia. So it's grilled calamari. Yeah, with shrimp and arugula. I don't want shrimp and arugula in my... Uh, and cannellini beans. I don't want that in my calamari. Oh, um, those are all separate or are they all in the... No, it's, in the all, cal- it's all the part of the calamari. Why do we need all that stuff in the calamari? Um, how about some polpetta? Polpetta. You know what that is? Meatballs. 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 Talking about balls. Um, how about some burrata bruschetta? Uh, you know, it all just sounds. It's basically mozzarella, but it's the wet. 
I like my mozzarella wet, like or my women. Or how about bruschetta alla pomodoro? With tomatoes, Robin. Yes. Come on. What kind of a, what kind of, course, a, what kind of a shanty Irish person are you? My in? favorite, carpaccio, but you don't, oh! uh, you don't oh! like that. <laughs> and then uh, as far as the entrees are concerned. Oh, no, we don't have time for entrees. Tony Bruno, we got to go. We will film the entire meal, as most people do when they go out. In the meantime, we want to thank everybody. Thanks, Steve Tasker, with all the weather and the updates and up in Buffalo where they're getting hammered again, but everything should be okay Sunday night. Craig Shoemaker, everybody else who texted, called in, and listened today, we really love and appreciate you. Thanks so much. Be careful out there. Don't drink and drive and don't text and drive, and God bless America. It's still the greatest country. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.